Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Yeah, Kim just wants to be in so bad. She's always wanted to be in, even when she was Paris Hilton's assistant. She always wanted to be in. So I was like, yo, if y'all know, she's like one of those girls that she makes it in the party, but nobody knows how she got there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's Kim Kardashian. Like, yo, what? Like, she's always with the cool kids, but we don't really know why she's here. <laughs> she might buy the limo and be like, "Yeah, we fuck with her because she bought the limo," but we don't really bang with her like that. Yeah. Boom. Oh, that's that's what's the name of them little sisters? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't really care about them. They just there. Are y'all ready for this? Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the Young Black and Bothered Podcast, where we discuss news and entertainment, everything from sports. It's great to have you with us for the divisional playoffs. Let's be great. Let's be great. Politics. You have optimism. I am very optimistic. I, I believe that at the end of the day, no matter how bad it gets, that right will overpower wrong. That's why I fight every day. And the hottest outtakes of the week. Keeping it hot. And now your host. Here is Greg, Chris, CJ, Q, and Tony. Welcome to the Young Black and Bothers podcast. Back again for another week of getting to the shit without getting into the shit. I'm your host, Greg, a.k.a. Mariachi Poppy, and I'll keep it short again for the second straight week. Um, my co-host, we can name them. Go ahead and let them know who you are. Hey, guys, it's me, Chris. Your girl, Chris Cash, at Chris Cash DC on Twitter and Instagram. What's up, y'all? CJ, C-Jack City, a.k.a. C-Jack City. Um, Instagram, killer season. Season spelled C E E S O N. What's up, y'all? It's Q. And it's not just sober Q, it's very frugal and eating top ramen because, yeah, it, times, are, times are rough right now. But I'm here, your child teacher 1906 on Instagram, QDV1906 on Twitter. And we're missing Tony this week, so we invited Miss Yaya, but she's doing something right now. So let me get back to that before she goes. Hey, y'all. Uh, Yaya. Cuban Sensation from the X Wonderless podcast. Oh, yes. I miss her. <laughs> uh, 
that's who that is. That's I was like, she, looks, she sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes, sis. I like her from the back. How you sound familiar? That's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like somebody I know. <laughs> so uh, we're missing our boy Tony this week. He said he'll be back next week. Uh, he's busy with the wedding stuff we talked about last week. I'm sure he's going to share with us next week when we do go back live. Um, you can reach us at YBABpod at Gmail, Twitter, and all the other social media spots. Uh, we aren't sponsored just yet, but shout out to anybody if you're giving out free Wi-Fi, share Netflix passwords, and HBO so we can watch Insecure on Sunday. Um, if you want to <laughs> love, hit us up with anything. Um, if you do want to listen, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and all the other platforms that you do listen to your podcast. Um, saying that, we need to get right into it because there's a lot. Uh, starting off for the week, uh, we need to actually shout out Rihanna for being the first black woman to cover the British Vogue magazine. So we. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> I wish I had my sound effects this week. I'm I'm slipping. I'm slipping. Uh, but yeah, and it's a big deal. I thought like Naomi Campbell or. Some, like, supermodel would have covered it before her. But, I mean, hey, shout out to, you know, America and, you know, all that, I guess. So Let me say this. Rihanna is iconic, and she's just iconic in several different ways. One, she's not the best singer, and she proves that with great vocal training, you can be great. And she proved that you could be tall and lanky with a big forehead and still be popping. <laughs> and she proved that. Like, you don't have to just be a singer. You can dance. You can act. You can do whatever the fuck you want if you have it. Like, she's just iconic. <laughs> yeah, Rihanna the shit. I love Rihanna. She's like my heart. I would never date her, but she's my heart. <laughs> like, she's literally my favorite famous woman. Like, yeah, out of all of them, I, I like her better than I like Beyonce. And I don't even like her because she's a great artist. Because, I mean, I do love her music, but... At the same time, she's just doing a lot of fabulous things. She has her own lingerie line, Fendi Beauty, for that's women of color to finally find the shade that actually looks good on us. She's just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we had, we had to start good because I feel like we always start bad. So we need to just start on a high note before we take it down. Because um, <laughs> uh, it will go down. <laughs> yeah, it will. Um, luckily this week we don't have much about Trump, but we'll get to the one. Oh God, we, we we don't have much. <laughs> we don't have much. He's been quiet this week. I think that's oh. because Melania, you know, and her whole shit. But we'll get to that. Um, oh God. Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> basically, part two of the Trayvon documentary came on last night, and this past week marked the 60th anniversary for Trayvon uh, Trayvon's death. Sorry, and. Basically, his mom did an interview explaining, you know, how she felt about not only the documentary, but just speaking in terms of, you know, Black Lives Matter, the history ever since this has happened. And mm -hmm. she mentioned that George Zimmerman, you know, she won't ever really forgive him, but it's going to be one of those things where she becomes numb to it. I'm going to play the article so you can actually hear it. How do you feel about George Zimmerman? I don't give him a whole lot of time, a whole lot of focus. Have you forgiven him? I have not. I have not. Um, I know that in my own time, in my own grief, and in this whole grieving process, that I have to forgive. 
But by the same token, I'm not at that point yet. I'm very honest with that. A lot of people ask me that question and I'm very open and honest about it. I'm very real with my feelings and I know I have not forgiven. Sabrina says she never could have imagined that her son's death would have had this kind of impact as a catalyst for the Black Lives Matter movement. Even Trayvon's hoodie would become a symbol. I call it Pandora's box. And it is the box of evidence that was given to me by the Department of Justice um, probably th three years after Trayvon was shot and killed. And um, when I first got the box, I said I wasn't going to open the box. And uh, of course, curiosity bothered me for a while because the box was in the house. And I, uh, I opened the box and I cried and cried and cried. What was in the box? Um, in the box is everything that Trayvon had on. His hoodie, his pants, his t-shirt, his socks, his shoes, his cell phone, um, his money, the, the drink, the candy, everything is in the box. Sabrina says she received a request a few years ago to display those items to the public in a museum. At first, she was not ready. I didn't want anybody to see the things. I didn't want anybody to touch them. I just was like, no. And so this year, we're meeting now. There's a possibility, a strong possibility that they may end up in the museum because I feel like I have grown since that time. Even though I gave birth to Trayvon, I just think that he is everybody's son and I need to share those things with everybody. Okay, so that was her interview, at least a portion of what she said to CBS. I feel her. Um, she basically said, like, fuck Zimmerman without saying it. Uh, and I feel like it'll be a good thing that she puts those items on display, not only for every black person in the world to see, but just everyone in general. Like, hey, um, this shit is real. So how do you guys feel about that? Um, I think it's a good effort to, like, aid into the healing process. Mm -hmm. like, gr like, grief is never easy to do. Like, we look back at, like, Emmett Till's mom and how she wanted his face to be basically displayed into the public. That was her way of grieving, to making it known of, like, what they've done to him. So I think, like, Sabrina in her own time would definitely be more open into getting Trayvon's story told. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to meet um, her, his, his brother, who actually was, like, a Hill intern, and he's always been very positive regardless to what has happened to him and his family. So I just really want to see that family just really flourish yeah. as a way. Like, I just think it's time. They, they've been put through enough trauma and agony that now they just need peace. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I definitely, I'm going to go ahead, Keith. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, from someone who, who lost, someone who lost a brother tragically, um, my brother was killed, as you probably heard in one of the previous um, episodes. I talked about briefly talked about my brother, my my brother who was killed. Um, grief takes a while, mm. and you never really, really, really get over losing someone tra tragically. Um, but if Sabrina has reached a point in her a, a point in her process that she's comfortable with sharing with the world um, the last things that Trayvon wore, 
um, all the power to her. Um, I think it. I think it will bring um, some type of healing to her, um, so that you know, and letting the world see what she has, what she has been through, and um, and what Trayvon, you know, the 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 last outfit that Trayvon wore. Um, I think it will bring. I think I think it will bring some healing to her. I think I think it will bring healing, some type of healing to her family, and mm-hmm. also let the world see that, you know, this was a person. It's not. It's not just. It's not a, a meme. It's not a, um, you know, not a fictional thing you see on TV. This was a real person. Mhm. Yeah. Like I uh. When I the first episode, I didn't see the episode last night. But the first episode I seen, they showed Trayvon's father um, at the football field, like he coached him, <clears throat> and that um that directly like related to me. Like it directly had a soft spot for me because I remember my father used to be at the, at the field mm. his work his his work clothes on, coaching me playing football. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, damn man, they family's pretty similar to mine. Huh? Like it, it was just it's just crazy how how many levels and how many different people you can relate to in this in that one story how many people they can relate to just in that just one situation this one story and it's it's just gone global it's just it's crazy or well, nationwide i don't know about global but nationwide this is crazy how this tragedy happened like that and man was able to walk away from this yeah. yeah and it's crazy because like at the same time like this didn't affect just one group of like black person you know like usually they try to put us in a box like oh it's the urban blacks and this happens in the ghetto and stuff like that but this was in a suburban town like this wasn't like in the streets and i'm not saying that it's okay to kill people in the streets but this is like what is supposed to be the model black family so it's like even the model black family is getting shot in the street for walking in their own neighborhood yeah Absolutely. For me, I'm I'm glad that she's bringing awareness to it because, I mean, me as a mother and then also as a mother to two black boys, it's scary. You know, right now they're young, but it's scary to think that, you know, in a few years, you know, in five years or 10 years that my child cannot walk in their own neighborhood safely all because they're wearing a hoodie. And then they're like, you know, just because he's a black boy, they see him as a threat. So I'm, I, I, I look up to her and I, I admire her strength because I don't know how I would handle it losing my child like that. It's rough, man. But I'm glad that she's actually taking the steps to, you know, I don't want to say like grieve and get over it, but it's one of those things where hopefully she's finding peace, like you had said. Um, moving on. So, Alex Jones, fuck. I, I couldn't even segue into it because. He doesn't really matter, but um, <laughs> he really doesn't. But since we are a podcast, we have to share this news. Um, so if you're familiar with InfoWars, which you probably shouldn't be because if you listen to this, you probably don't talk to him. But um, Alex Jones, who is an anchor on the show and the podcast, InfoWars, was actually kicked off of Apple, YouTube, and many other streaming services out there, including I think Spotify is the one that limited him first and then it went to Apple and YouTube, basically because he's a 
racist. He's conspiracy. He's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure you have more information than me. I listen to it, and the info keeps coming out. And they just mentioned before the podcast went on that his colleague reported that they've become just the podcast itself has become the fourth most popular news app in the United States. Yes, because obviously people who hadn't heard of them before are wondering what they were saying. So say, for example, someone, you know, people are listening to us and saying, what the hell is InfoWars? So technically we're giving them attention. um, And I might actually cut this out of the podcast, but I don't care. Like for now, whatever. Um, (laughs) I mean, for him to, he knows what he's doing. He has the platform. So, Twitter, and uh, I can't remember the guy who runs Twitter, Jack Dorsey. So he said that he refused to, you know, banish, you know, Alex Jones away from Twitter because the platform doesn't go and hide their members. Now, this is the same guy who actually likes, I don't want to say he likes because that's kind of like wrong, but he does things on Twitter like lets the Republicans and the racists get their shit off and he doesn't punish them at all. So this is no surprise that with this Alex Jones thing, everybody in every platform has kind of done away with him, but Jack Dorsey and Twitter refuses to. Um, I don't know. I kind of have like mixed feelings about that. Cause I mean, like, okay, if we want to talk about, and for me, amendments are really big for me. If we want to talk about, protecting first amendment rights on both sides you gotta let these people say what they want to say like if you start censoring censoring like one group of people that's just gonna start like a slippery slope that's how i see it and it's like yeah we may not like what they have to say but they at the same time have a right to say it like that's how I feel. Like, I mean, we don't have to give these people attention. Like you said, stop talking about them. That's the best way to I, get the shit. I'm familiar with dude, and I'm, I actually was subscribed to his channel because I was going through a phase. <laughs> I was going through a phase, and I was on like conspiracy shit, and then I realized this shit is stupid. <laughs> so is, he, is that the same so, guy who's like so, big as hell? He's like big as hell and has the deep voice. He, he got a he got a he got a racist ass accent. I will say he that. look racist. My <laughs> man look like he racist. <laughs> I will say that he got a racist ass accent. That's how, and he got like, like a ball. He got like a ball spot. And, like, yeah, that just, ball spot. He got the yeah. he got the racist look. Yeah. He had McGriff on his show. You know Professor Griff? Uh, he, had, he had Professor Griff on his show a couple of times. It was, it's crazy. They was going and they going off just about all the conspiracy theories. Yeah. Well, the thing, the, the thing with Alex Jones is he, 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 he's not just a conspiracy theorist. I mean, he... Was he like the governor or some shit? No, he's not. The, he's, not, he's, not the, he's not a governor. He's not a governor. But like some of the some of the theories, the, the conspiracy theories that he's put out has put people lie. He's put people in danger. Um, he says that he he espouses that Sandy Hook was a hoax. Mm, he um, he peddled the pizza yeah, like you can't theory. go that deep. Like what? <laughs> he peddled the Pizzagate theory that actually had someone come up to DC come up to the place in Cleveland Park and like come in there guns blazing like where the kids at like it um and 
Don't fucking kids, you weirdo. Oh shit, Alex Jones is not who I thought. Alice I thought Jones she was talking about the governor, nigga. No, Alice, Alice Jones is certifiably crazy. His his ex-wife um, was awarded custody of their children um, during their divorce mm. proceeding. He will not give. He will not bring give him his give give him bring the children to her um it's just it's a lot with this dude and yes twitter says that it will not ban him <clears throat> because if you go on periscope right now he, he basically like his his periscope channel is based pretty much 24 hours mm-hmm. and it's just conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory and there's idiots in the 30, 34% that support that infantile orange present, um, I'm sorry, leader yeah. in quote, high in high quotation marks that like really follows, including, including that bastard that follows what he says to the T and to a letter. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. It's scary. And I know that, you know, I'm all for the First Amendment, and people should always <clears throat> should always have the right to, within limits and within reason, be able to say what they want to say. But when you're putting people's lives at risk, and you and you're taking an event that had a profound impact on not just twenty twenty six children's families, but an entire School, school and community, community, and oh, it's just a hoax to get the president to get Obama reelected or whatever the hell that he wants to, he likes to say on that. That's scary, mm-hmm. and and there should be a limit put on what people when you say, say things like that because. You're inciting violence. Yeah, I mean, but the First Amendment says that. Like, you can't use certain speech, hate speech, or speech that will put people in danger. So there are limits to it. But I just feel like if in this way of censorship to what he's saying, like, I just really see it as a slippery slope. Like, they take it, that it away. Be, it, it, it could be a slippery, a slippery slope. I agree. But that bastard needs to be censored. Because, well, like, I'm what's sorry. next? I, next, I, it'll be, like, the Bible, and we can't even <laughs> read that or something. <laughs> like, it'll just get worse and worse and worse. No, so I, I really get, I, a, a, like, afraid about that. Like, Well, that's what the... <laughs> um, welcome to the age of Trump. But everything is a slippery slope. It's like, soon we're going to be, like, in The Handmaid's Tale. I just started watching that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> everything is a slippery slope in, in, this, day, in this day and age with this particular um, person who happens to occupy 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah. Well, speaking of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, um, anyone who is relative to Washington, D.C. knows that there's a very special circus that is going to be happening on Saturday called the Unite to Right rally that is happening <clears throat> Saturday um, with what we can declare as white supremacists planning their second rally two years in a row for anti-racist, anti-classist, and feminist groups who honestly just 
not be a part of. Um, and they have to like, like, you know, Chris said earlier, but how do you guys feel about this protest since it doesn't seem like any of us are actually going to go? I honestly, I feel like you bold enough to come out here in the streets of DC to march your way. Come on, come with it. See what happens. Mm-hmm. I, I personally think, wouldn't do it. Hey, I don't think it's a good idea. But I don't. I don't really think. I don't think it's going to be like people making it seem. I don't think it's going to be hella heads here. And if it is, like, I just really feel like this is more fear mongering than anything. Like, I feel like nobody's even probably going to show up to the shit. Like. What is- only a fool would do it. Only a fool would go. Like, well, this like is my, oh, I don't know. The 31%, the 31 to 35% of those who support Trump that are, like, really, really hillbilly racist, they will be here. But um, I have a feeling. How can they afford to get here? They are poor. <laughs> they are poor and they, they, like, their teeth are fucked up. They barely can afford soap. How the hell? How the hell? Nah, they can't stay in no hotel. There ain't that many trailer parks around here, so your cousins can't house you. Like I just don't really understand. Like they go, they go stay at the, they go stay at the uh, Western Inn off of. Uh, <laughs> they have like a block, a block of Nazi rooms <laughs> at the Holiday. Yeah, they're gonna have a block of Nazi rooms at the Days Inn or some shit. Motel Six. Oh my god! Because they're poor. They're exactly. poor. Well, here's what's funny. They exactly. camp outside the White House. You know, mm. yeah. Trump might actually let them in. Trump might let them in and let them in. Gross, disgusting. <laughs> well, according to just a couple of websites, they had a permit application that was submitted that would show the organizers expecting approximately four hundred people to join this demonstration. Four hundred people. So um, I believe it when I see it. <clears throat> well, more importantly, it's going to be four hundred people. Now I don't. I'm not too keen on the laws of carrying in DC. More specifically, on the mall where this is supposed to take place. Illegal. Can't happen. They can't even have a fucking taser on that bitch. No. I think somebody's gonna try it though. I feel like. Maybe a fool. That's why I said you'd be a fool to try anything. You. I just feel like it's so many. Yeah. Niggas in DC that's just waiting for some stupid shit to happen. Like it's so many of just they just waiting. Yeah, you can't. Like they really waiting for a reason to throw their life away. Yeah. They they don't have shit to do. They be outside all day smoking K two or selling it, whatever they want to do with it. Yep. They don't have shit to do. They waiting for oh you oh y'all want to come here? I can release this anger mm-hmm. that I have. Cool, cool. Let's see your protest. I'm gonna protest some shit too. Like, yep. <laughs> that shit. That shit. Wow. I just don't think it's a good idea. Like, this ain't the South. Like, we're not used to this type of shit at all. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This ain't no Mississippi niggas that used to be calling nigga or boy or all of that. You got a whole different breed of Negro up here in these streets. And if y'all really want to come up here and acting crazy, I mean, y'all could. But I personally feel like. It would be in the worst interest of the races. Like I fear for them. I can see why Metro gave them them trains. Like you know what, y'all? Actually, we gonna no, give you all these trees. These Actually, trains. they didn't. They did. Also, oh, that wasn't trees. Yeah, they took it back. They, they took it back. They took. They took it back. I know Virginia. Uh, Virginia got a state of emergency right now, though. A state of emergency. See, all right, y'all giving these little right angle uh swastika wearing niggas too much like <clears throat> just way too much hype i'm sorry they getting way too much publicity for me yeah. like you know they not all the races have the capes on because going into the next story we have 
a Bluffton, South Carolina woman. Who, <laughs> oh my God, the Bluffton, South Carolina. So you know she's white. Um, she was stopped by the police after plowing through a stop sign going 60 miles an hour, you know, basically 30 over the speed limit while allegedly drunk. She, um, her name is Lauren Elizabeth Cutshaw, guest race. Um, Cutshaw. <laughs> so she apparently told the cops that she shouldn't be arrested because she is a very clean, thoroughbred white girl. <laughs> oh boy! I feel like that's all the more reason to lock her up. Like, oh yeah, you're definitely a criminal now. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I swear. Sometimes you just can't make up. This is one of those situations you just can't make this shit up. So, so I, I, I just gotta let y'all know. Usually, when cops pull you over, they say, "Well, how many drinks have you had?" And you know, <laughs> fuck, I can't even say this without laughing. So she tells the cops that she only had two glasses of wine, but then when they asked her to clarify how much she had filled the glasses with, she said, I mean, I was celebrating my birthday. <laughs> Whew. Oh, boy. White flight. Two glasses of what kind of wine, though? She might have had some, like, 200-year-old fucking Don Perignon. <laughs> and then, oh, big with the glass. Yeah. <laughs> like, had, like, the Olivia Pope wine glass. Right. <laughs> two cups. That, that's like a whole bottle of wine right there. Well, so they they gave her the sobriety test and the breathalyzer, and it showed that her you know her blood alcohol level checked in at point one eight. The legal limit, you know, is oh you know point eight in South Carolina. Point zero point zero eight. Yeah, point zero, which is pretty high actually. Yeah. <laughs> um. So naturally, the internet, you know, especially Black Twitter, went off, and instead of calling her drunk Debbie, they call her plastered Peggy. <laughs> best funny best funny oh so well, well that was just my little fun for the day but i'm about to say i like black people mad about this no no I, i'm not uh. justice was served <laughs> she got arrested i'm sure oh. <laughs> i was trying to figure out what the problem was like you know white people try wild shit every day <laughs> well, following up with people you know white people who like to drink so mm. governor Rohner. He apparently drunk chocolate milk to demonstrate his commitment to diversity. So <laughs> what? So the, you know, oh my god. So this governor who apparently was on stage, he decided, well he didn't decide, they took some chocolate milk, handed it to him, and had him drink it. So as he's taking it, you know, down, he says it's really, really good. And then he takes a sip of it and says, diversity. Because he's drinking. Where does that make any sense? Just because you're drinking chocolate milk, diversity. So I was saying you're not racist because you like chocolate milk. Yeah. The hell? So basically, let me, let me give some background. So his assistant, we'll just say his name is Stardemeyer because that's what they name him as. He's a black man. Poured a glass of milk to represent the white men who lead most of the organizations in the world. and. Granted, this is the governor of Chicago, so just use that as a point. Of Illinois. <laughs> oh, sorry. Governor of Chicago. <laughs> Ooh, I've had a drink. Anyway, so <laughs> the chocolate syrup represents diversity. So he squirt a couple things of brown syrup into the glass, and then he says, when you look at most organizations, diversity sits at the bottom of the organization. Oh, God. So, yeah. You don't get the inclusion until you actually stir it up. So then the governor decides to stir up the syrup into the milk, turning it brown, and then he takes a sip and says, oh, it's good. And then 
says, oh, diversity. (laughs) It's like a bad milk campaign. (laughs) This is where I'm supposed to have the soundboard ready because that, the thing is, (laughs) I couldn't even say it with a straight face without laughing. So, I mean, oh boy. Anyway, I can't even do it anymore. Anyway, next story. So Trump, apparently they are taking his star from West Hollywood because the city council says that it needs to be removed. They're tired of people defaming it and trying to dig it up. So the best solution is to get rid of it. Good. That's what everybody in America. Good fucking riddance. That is, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was kind of wasting money. Replacing that shit every day. Exactly. It's a waste of our tax money. Yeah. Because that's what they use to do the stars. They use our tax money. So I'm glad they took it off for good. And, well, you know, like, good riddance. Well, exactly. Well, I was trying to figure out exactly, like, what he received it for. I was like, okay, was he, like, a philanthropist? Like, did he do anything that was. He like, got that shit for the apprentice. The no, apprentice. He got it for Miss Universe. Exactly. That's what it was. Miss Universe. But Miss Universe <laughs> used to actually be a great organization. Like, okay, so. Some backstory. I used to do pageants, and I did Miss Teen USA Maryland. Yay. (laughs) Class of 2008. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like he really wasn't involved with the pageant as much so. So I really don't think he should have got the credit. Like, though Miss Universe was a great thing to, like, promote, you know, unity is fun, like, a little bit superficial, but we always had a great time doing it. And I just felt like Trump was taking the credit for something he really had nothing to do with besides providing the network for yeah. us. All I knew him from was the rich nigga in Home Alone 2 that owned the hotel. <laughs> See? I, that's I, it. I've been telling everybody this since we started podcast. That's the But he was like a pop culture icon as well. So I could see how he got the star. But in his recent actions, I don't see why it wasn't pulled up like months ago. Well, I, I don't. Either way, because you gotta admit, Trump used to be funny. Yeah, he he used to be funny. Now he just looks <laughs> that way. So <laughs> yeah, we, we can't win. He used so, to be very entertaining. Yeah. So on to our last little bit of racism for the day before we get into some more fun topics. Um, a local utility company in Washington State says that it accidentally sent a African-American customer a racial slur as a temporary password for her online account. I'm, I'm going to let that one sink in. Yeah, that was wild. That was, that was wild. <laughs> okay, so a racial slur, is her, it was her temporary password? Yeah, like nigger. Uh, yeah, I get to say, that's, it's job funny, but it's not. Yeah, like, why you do that? Yeah? It's like, bruh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't think of nothing else, yeah. Like, goodness. Like, I feel like if I saw that, I would have laughed. But yeah, I'd have laughed. Yeah, like, like, the f- like are you nigga, fucking, the like, fuck? are you, like, are you serious? <laughs> like, that type of shit. Like, like nigga, what? I'm about to get paid today because I'm about to sue the fuck out these niggas. That's what I'm laughing. <laughs> laughing to the bank. That is done intentional because how would they know? Or how would the computer know that? Yeah. Even the temporary password is black. <laughs> Exactly. And it's, it's not like it's a random password that it's just random letters that just happen to spell nigga. Like, come on, now, like <laughs> that's, that's crazy. The company is called PSD, so uh, that's called uh, Puget Sound Energy. So, assuming she forgot her password and she got a temporary password, 
and it was <laughs> that's disrespectful as shit. And she was an old black woman too. They so foul. I'm like, yeah, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> she was she was definitely an old black woman. She probably looked at that like, oh my god, nigga. Like it was probably terrible. Like I wouldn't want my seems, grandma reading that shit. Exactly. That, that seems like something from scurry movie or something. You know what I'm saying? And they're having like a purdy movie, like Right. Grandma um, read that and have a heart attack type shit. <laughs> like what? Yeah, the company oh insisted that it was a computer generated mistake. <laughs> so these passwords are generated automatically so they go straight to the system, straight to the customers. Why is nigga one of them? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know in what computer generated anything is going to produce nigga, like no. nigga one, no, nigga imagine. two. <laughs> so just imagine whoever like generates these passwords and everything, whoever like puts them into the system and then they're randomized. You can say like ABC123 is one and mm-hmm. then it's two. But say if the person who was generating them was black and they don't work there anymore because they got fired or something like that. You're like, oh, you know what? Fuck this. On my last day, I'm going to make nigga a pack. <laughs> well, I can see if it fans <laughs> went out like that, that's cool. Like, oh, but I, I just feel like they knew what the fuck they were doing. They didn't generate that pack. They knew exactly who she was and they said... Generated. Like, I wouldn't believe that if a white man got it. Yeah, but nigga. And even then, I would still not believe it. But okay, I can see... He's clearly not a nigga, and he got digged. But more importantly, it was you know they told her to reset the password, so that's kind of like you know oppressing us because it was a temporary password. Like, so you trying to say we niggas temporarily or what? So either way, <laughs> they're gonna make you type nigga twice to confirm that <laughs> yeah, you want to like, change yeah, what, that. what is it's, it? You gotta change the, the you gotta change the temporary <laughs> password. Oops, and sorry. Type it. What right. Is it? Oh, like, <laughs> it needs a special character. Like what? Nigga one two three. Nigga one two three. Okay, my new password is Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta bring it back for yeah, we have to pray. But that's what the pastor say. I have to say, since these passed away, most of rappers don't need us have a track for me. Got me on these old women, don't go feel with it. I ain't never trail with it. Always keep it real with it. I ain't never look, I ain't never bad from a fight. I ain't never had to ask to throw it back for a nigga. Uh. Illy, Illy, she gon' celebrate our wins. Pop a drop a cap, a pressure with it to a fence. If it's up to me, I put a whole lot of something. Tell her open up the oven and she poppin' up with twins. Yeah. Never give a fuck, niggas wanna give me up. Pop my money, cause they don't think that I sweat enough. Want some hella shit, need to get some better wins. Need some better fitness, and she better bring a better friends. DJ play loud in the speak. Got it driving to speak. DJ play loud in the speak. Do get driving, get driving to inner. DJ play loud in the speak. of like racism and all that there was a movie that i was really not looking forward to starring johnny depp it was basically the i don't say it was a documentary but it was a crime thriller that was starring him that was about biggie's death called city lives it was supposed Mm. yeah it was supposed to come out next month i believe and global roads who actually produced the film 
they actually decided to scrap it a month before they removed it off the schedule and no one knows when is, you know, this movie is coming out. Me personally, I'm tired of seeing documentaries on how Biggie and Tupac died, knowing that the ending is none of us find out who the fucking killer is. Yeah, we've exactly. seen the same story wait, wait, wait. 15 million times, different ways, for like 20 years. It's like Vanity <laughs> Point for Biggie and Tupac. Yeah, like, how, how many times we gotta do this shit? Well, but my thing is, like, what does Johnny Depp have to do with this? And that, like, <laughs> I'm, 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 he crybaby, one he tear. Got, he, he has to be a detective. He has to be. He's got to be the manager or some shit. Yeah. He, he was supposed to play the detective, um, Russell Poole, who actually ended up trying to solve the case. I think he was trying to solve it for two decades, and then he retired or something like that. But the issue is, we didn't need Johnny Depp to be in that movie, that could have easily been a movie that some like obscure white actor that no one knew of could have built a career on. But you're like, you know what? Johnny Depp is gonna bring it in. I mean, I love Johnny Depp, so I would have seen, would love to see how he played this off in like a hip hop sense. Cause you know, Johnny, he always on that weird shit. So, but you know what's gonna happen? Netflix is gonna pick, you know, pick it up. We're gonna get <laughs> it in maybe like two or three weeks. We're like, oh, what well, is movies? It's like the last three Biggie movies. Um, maybe Monique will be in it. Jesus Christ. Bum, bum. <laughs> you know, where, where is it at, man? Where is it? <laughs> oh, boy. So, mo- moving on from that. Uh, Dionne Warwick, her sister apparently was, well, allegedly claimed to have molested Whitney Houston. Dionne Warwick said that this did not happen. I don't think we really need to go into that any further. Um I mean, I'm just, they just need to leave that family alone. Yeah. They do. They need to let Whitney and Christina Bobby just rest in peace. And Dion too. Like, all of them, they just leave them alone. Like, I don't even want to hear about them. Yeah. I am the same. Like, Whitney's been dead for how long? Like, 10 years or something? Six. Oh. See? Damn. I don't even remember. Yeah. And she hasn't made music in, like, a decade, at least. So since yeah, I, I, go ahead, I know actually she had some music yeah, before she, she died. Yeah, she she made. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She okay. had an album a year before she died, mm-hmm. and that was the yeah. one that was on the soundtrack, right? I came to you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about uh, the two videos that I basically had to watch on Sunday, I believe, because I missed them. The In My Feelings video and Drake's Nonstop video. Both of them came out basically back to back. Did any of y'all see those? I saw In My Feelings, but not I nonstop. saw In My Feelings. How'd y'all feel about it? I loved it. It's, I liked it, In My Feelings. It was nice. It was a fun video. It was a, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was cool. It was and cool. it was like, Nola, it was fun. Like, I really just love New Orleans, so mm-hmm. anytime I can see them like twerking in the street and just having a good time, I'm just loving it. So I was glad that he sampled not only the bounce music, but showcased the bounce mm-hmm. music. Yeah, a couple people had, you know, feelings about the fact that uh, Big Frida came out and said that she had to contact Drake in order to be in the video. I still feel like that's okay she had to, because, I mean... It's- yeah, I mean, I'm Drake. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I do think they should have reached out to Big Frida. That's like, like the bounce music queen right now. Mm, like, yeah. you really need to give her her credit. Like, that bitch is doing it right now. Yeah. So to not include her, that's kind of like if Jay, he was doing a song with um, 
say early in, like how he did Block Boy. Like, mm-hmm. what if he said, hey, Block Boy, you not going to be able to hit the shoot dance and my shit. It's like, nigga, I made this shit. Like, <laughs> you're not going to ask me to do it. So I feel like that's wrong. Frida shouldn't have had to reach out to nobody, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm Drake. I'm so, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm Drake, yeah? I mean, yeah, but damn, Drake. You just ripped my whole shit. Like, I'm Drake in my community, like shit. I'm Dick Frieda, nigga. I, I feel you. I feel, I feel what you're saying. Though. He probably just That's like if he, he came back and told Big G, like, yo, you can't be in my shit, but I'm about to take this bounce beat. Like, what? Yeah, Big G would be tripping, like, <clears throat> ain't no way that's going to happen. Exactly. So... Off of, off of that, um, before we get into like the album reviews and stuff, there's a couple of things we need to talk about. Uh, first, apparently Game for his teammate at Drew League. I don't know if y'all caught that. But yeah, seen that silly mm. shit. Nah. What is, I just need this man to put out some music. Um, JC on just need to chill because he wilding right now. Yeah. I mean, no, the, the nigga makes great. I really like his music. I'm a fan of his music. I am really me can. too. Uh, he makes good music, but I just be like his little shit that he getting into. I be like, dude, you are way too rich. <laughs> like, like, what the hell is wrong with you, man? Hey, you too old. <clears throat> way yeah, too old. Way too he got old. he got like kids, got family. Like, come on, Jason, uh, why are you doing this? Yep. Exactly. Like, sit down somewhere, yeah. have several seats. He's like, talented. He's so talented to be active. Yeah, like he is. He's vicious. Like it's funny that uh Takashi Six Nine actually make make them niggas look silly because he was like, Y'all are grown ass men with families and shit to do. I'm a little kid out here. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a child with rainbow hair. You're chasing me around looking for me. <laughs> Yeah, how crazy does that sound? <laughs> and if they really sat and thought about it, they'd be like, damn, I really do look crazy chasing around this rainbow hair ass. Yeah, like what am I doing? These little pool yeah. head ass niggas. Yeah. Rainbow fish. <laughs> so speaking of, I can't even say the rainbow, but speaking of people that we remember but we don't really care about, uh, <laughs> um, so there's a big uproar about the picture that Kim posted after Beyonce posted her Vogue cover. Um, so she did this whole thing of her laying on the bed literally hours after the Beyonce Vogue cover came out, and the caption was, like butter. So she's laying in the bed in underwear, and that's just it. We're trying. To I make- mean, the shoes are called the butters, so let's just let's put make that clean. Yeah, and and that's, that's fine. But I think people, even dating back to, I think the earliest I heard of it was like 2012. They've said that whenever Beyonce does something that's newsworthy, Kim is like close behind. So say if Beyonce announces her tour, you know, then Kim breaks the internet being half-ass naked. But instead, since Kim doesn't have any talent, the only thing she does is just pose half nude. So how do y'all feel about Kim every time that Beyonce does something, Kim follows it up? If we're going to keep it all 100, I really don't notice them both. Maybe it's just me. I'm going to show you. No, like, I I notice what she does, but at the same time, I just feel like the biggest problem with the Kardashians is the, like, you know, they want to be saturated. And if we keep saturating them, whether it be for good or negative things, they're going to keep popping up. The only way you can get rid of a problem is to exterminate it. You can't exterminate it if you keep giving it life. Exactly. We keep giving her life. like, And she looks like a fool. Like I've seen this one that they made her doing the shoot dance in that pose. <laughs> and I'm just like, 
Yo, she looks foolish. Like, if Man. anything, it's comical. I wouldn't even, if I was Beyonce, I wouldn't even acknowledge that as like, as like a comeback to me. Like, like, bitch, this wasn't even worthy for me to acknowledge. I, I really don't think Beyonce acknowledges that. That's what I'm saying. Beyonce, <laughs> you think about her? Like, so I don't know why we thinking about like, oh, look at Kim trying to upstage Beyonce. Beyonce can't be upstage. Like, Bingo. do y'all remember, do y'all remember? Upstage anybody. Yeah, who is she about to? I mean, come on. I think she's bad as hell. I will say that. But do y'all remember? I think, I don't know which award show. I think it was a BT award show one year. And it was like Jay, Beyonce, Kanye, and Kim. It seemed like Beyonce made sure she sat as far away from Kim <laughs> as possible. <laughs> Beyonce that, don't want to be her friend. Yeah, like she can't sit with me. Like <laughs> Beyonce is friends with celebrities who know how to keep shit quiet. Like when if Pratt. Paltrow or um, fucking all them other celebrities that they hang out with that can shut up A-listers. Not no damn Kim who want to make it. Yeah, Kim just wants to be in so bad. She's always wanted to be in. Even when she was Paris Hilton's assistant, she always wanted to be in. So I was like, yo, if y'all know, she's like one of those girls that she makes it in the party, but nobody knows how she got there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's Kim Kardashian. Like, yo, what? Like, she's always with the cool kids, but we don't really know why she's here. Like, yo, Who Ray invited J, her? Ray J not here no more, dude. <laughs> like, she might buy the limo and be like, yeah, we fuck with her because she bought the limo, but we don't really bang with her like that. Yeah. Boom. Oh, that's, that's what's the name of them little sisters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't really care about them. They just there. <clears throat> they're off the strength of your daddy. Yeah, yeah. And what he did for OJ. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah. her daddy, who's now her mommy, but we're not going to go there. Oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So let's switch before Q goes there. <laughs> so this week, uh, Slim Thug commented on Russell Wilson and Sierra's marriage. Oh, like, God. <laughs> I look like, why? <laughs> I want to play the clip because you got to hear Please, it. I want to hear the vocals. I only read the uh, transcript. <laughs> Slim Thug, didn't he date Latoya Luckett and then she ended up like with like a mil? Was he like a million billionaire or something like that? I know he got money. I know what I need to do. Um, either way, Slim. Thug. I mean, Slim Thug, he respected in his own hood, but it's like Slim Thug. Last song I, I remember I, you having was Check Up On It, and you calling this nigga Courtney. <laughs> like, hey, look, hey, look, 
But I'm gonna and say he this. Was a feature on check up on it because it was not even his son. That was a Beyonce. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm a, a future. I'm gonna just say it like this. I have definitely been a fan of Slim Thug for a long time. I've been a. Uh, I'm a fan of the whole Houston music uh, rap scene. You know what I mean? Slim Thug definitely was one of my favorite rappers. Mike Jones. Mike Jones and Paul Wall and all of them. Mm-hmm. I love but I do think he a little wrong on this. I feel like he's trying to. He's trying to make it seem like. Well, what, what, what niggas don't realize is like I. Well, he don't realize maybe, but the whole street hood nigga and the girls on the back, that shit is just like dead. I don't think women want that shit no more, for real. Right. Like, it's like, like you want, you want to, you want, you want to do, you know, that can protect you, who's capable with all that. But that whole, just the mentality of uh, how niggas is now, the whole street mentality of a nigga, niggas can't be to have a street mentality no more and be productive. Right. <laughs> like, no, nobody want no dumb boy. Come on, now. Like, like niggas got to go. Shit changing. Like this capitalism shit is real. You got to get that shit money. Wash that shit quick and flip it. Like, you can't stay there. <laughs> and <laughs> even if he is corny, like some dudes are actually corny. But so yeah. what? He loves her. He's treating them right, her right. Is, he treating the family yeah. right. Like if, if why do y'all care? <laughs> if, he, if, if he if he handling his business and he providing, I ain't got nothing to say about. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay maybe his past. I can see if he was a corny goat, try a place here. Like yeah, I got her guy. <laughs> I don't even fuck with her like that. Well, that so man's in love. Like shut up. Sarah <laughs> went and she commented. She said on Instagram, repeating the same bad habit over and over again is a form of insanity. There comes a point in your life when you know better and you have to do better. You owe it to yourself. It's just that simple. And she left it like that. And then she said, let's not make things complicated when they don't need to be. Level up. Well, hashtag level up. Basically saying, I might know more about you than you think. Um, and she just saying, like, bro, I'm in a different tax bracket than you now. Yeah, like, why are you exactly. talking to me about this dumb shit? Oh, you don't want no hood, nigga. See, I remember you used to be out on the block. Okay, nigga, you think I want to be out on the block for the rest of my fucking life? No, no, I do not. And there's, I mean, like, no. Why should we have to stay? And if you are from that background, why should you have to stay in it? You know, some people want to better themselves. And maybe she was like, okay, I've been with hood guy after hood guy, and they've done nothing but treat me bad. Let me take a new approach and I found a man who loves me and loves my children like they were his own mm-hmm. so like respect her and yes her a queen mm-hmm. and, but that's corny being being respectful to women is corny okay nah that's what's that, 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 corny is being disrespectful for no reason that's the corny shit it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just like you know, a lot of a lot of things that is made to seem cool was flipped in reverse to be stupid and you know what I'm saying like oh it's cool to be retarded it's cool to be destructive you know what I mean all this shit cool it's cool to disrespect women like no the fuck is not maybe in the 90s bro but. yeah that shit right that shit was hard like it's like black men can actually get jobs that don't avoid like snacks being on the corner and shit like yeah like you can make money times uh, is different now le- you can make money <laughs> legally now <laughs> so, since we're on the topic of black men who disrespect black women, Azalea Banks has gone and <laughs> lashed out at Beyonce, accusing her of stealing dance moves, saying that, you know, Beyonce just ain't shit. She's a hypocrite. She needs to humble herself. And that we don't need any more Beyonce thought moments. First of all, dance moves cannot be stolen mm-hmm. by anybody. If, you're, if she was a real dancer, she would know that. Every dancer had... Like we take off of everyone's choreography. It's not like a like a stealing thing. So I mean, I feel like that statement was ignorant to mm-hmm. make in its own. Uh, she, she is ignorant. Yes, yeah, like, she, she is ignorant. Like, like as an artist, artist, to stay relevant. 
Yeah, art is not one. It's not one sided. Art is not one sided. Like, like just think about think about songs that are made now. You sample from everyone sampling from everybody. Exactly. Like, get over yourself. Well, more importantly, y'all gotta remember this is Azalea Bennings. So, I mean, can we do this again? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'll never get over this shit. Okay. Um. So I just had a moment. I thought it was dope at first, but that shit. <laughs> Wait a fucking minute. That shit There's nothing dope about that. Nothing so dope sorry. about that shit at all. She's horrible. The beat is whack. Her rap is whack. She's just whack in general. I just I check this out. Didn't she didn't she have depression or something? Or then something? You anybody should be depressed dealing with that shit. I'm sorry. Um, is, didn't wasn't she like cooking chickens in her closet and shit? Like, <sighs> I don't know. I, I I don't. The only time I I I never knew who the who this girl was until, like, she came up like on the social media. Like, the only way that I know about her is because she talks negative about everybody. That is yeah, really like she ain't doing she ain't their her own thing popping. Like, get your <clears throat> exactly. get your own thing popping, and then we might hear what you're talking about. Because she's a negative person. That's why she. Like, yo, yo, I heard, I heard she went on freaking wild and out, and she started crying. Yeah, and be, uh, uh, what's his name? DC oh. Young Fly made her cry. Like, what the hell? Like, if you don't have the, if you don't have the thick skin, as it's fine, you shouldn't be going on wild and out because that yeah. is just about ranking you. They, they is just, they're gonna rip you to shreds. So if you can't handle it, you shouldn't go there. But my whole thing is with her, she could dish it, but she cannot take it because she'll sit here and she'll be, she's, she's an internet gangster. I don't respect people like that. Yeah, I don't respect exactly. people like she's, that. Exactly. She's an, an internet gangster. She talks shit about everybody. But the second anybody says any little thing about her, oh, you know, they're like, they're bullying her or they're picking on her and because they're calling her ugly and all this other stuff, then you'll be here talking shit about everybody and their mama. But the second they say one little thing about you, here you are, want to cry, you know, boo hoo hoo hoo, and like, shut the fuck up, sit your ass down. Don't nobody care about you. Don't ain't nobody checking for your music. No, nothing, nothing. Yeah. I just, oh boy. So let's move away from Azalea Banks. I need some fun in my life. Um, so Chris Brown came out with a jam because uh, even he's like all Kelly levels. Like we know he's gonna give you a jam, but he's just problematic as fuck. So. Apparently, DJ Khaled must have a new album coming out because Chris Brown couldn't wait for the track to come out, and he released it himself. And the title is "Had to Do It." Sorry, DJ Khaled. Do y'all want to? Oh, the song is out. The song is flames. Um, but let's just play it, see if y'all like it or not. Yeah. 
thing is i usually i usually be like look nobody to touch anything michael jackson put out but i like chris, i will allow chris brown too yeah because i feel like you know what i'm saying you know what chris be doing his thing i i like i like chris you know what i'm saying as an artist he be doing his thing yeah. so, i mean I, I gotta hear that on my own time and then i you know I yeah. well the thing is the song jams but chris brown like it's not like old chris brown where the song just all sounded the same from beginning to end. Like a good, I would say for a good two albums, I kept thinking that Chris Brown was featuring like a female artist on his songs. So it would be like a track that he would have. I'm like, oh, who's that girl that's singing like the background vocals? It was him the entire fucking time. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like I'm looking, I'm like, okay, I know he got a female artist on here. Maybe it's Janae Aiko or something like that. It was not. It was legitimately Chris Brown. I'm gonna see if I can find a song. I'm, I'm gonna play some more of the songs so y'all can hear it while I can find another. Hello. <laughs> Okay, so I found just a random song to see if I could hear a female vocal in it. So here we go. Let's see. Right there, right there. I was like, yo, who's the girl? It's Chris the entire fucking time. I, I'll, I'll never understand it, Chris. I'm sorry. Well, he, yeah, uh, he be hitting pitch. Maybe he's letting them know I can hit some pitches y'all don't know about. Exactly. <laughs> I love Chris. He can't do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Chris got jams. He did a whole ass album with Tiger that I fucked with. And I don't even fuck with Tiger. I was like, yo, the, that was dope, but. I mean, people really don't fuck with Chris anymore. But um, 
They don't fuck with him because of personal shit. Yeah. But yet they still fuck with R. Kelly. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna so lie to Other you. artists that have done worse. I don't I fuck with R. Kelly. I, I don't even listen to no R. Kelly music. Yeah. Well, sh- I don't know. If R. Kelly shit jam, I'm partying to it. And that's just how he can, you know, be who he is. Step in the name of love, come on. I'm sliding to the left, slide to the right. Spin your girl. (laughs) If I'm listening to the radio and they play any old school R. Kelly, even though I love it, I'm changing the radio station. Okay, so y'all, I'm going to remember this when R. Kelly dies in like 35, 40 years from like erectile dysfunction or some shit like that. And and you in Walmart trying to buy all the hard copies to his album talking about? Nah. I'm good. I'm, I'm, letting you, I'm letting you know now. They did it to Gerald Levert. They did it to. I Luke. love Gerald though. I'm just letting you know when R. Kelly passes away, and I see I you at Walmart. Like, R. Kelly like, I'm gonna be like, oh, uh huh, uh huh. You want the hard copies? Got it, got it. So and plus, you can you you really can't buy albums at Walmart because the CDs are at Walmart. They don't contain they don't contain any curse words, and uh, I don't like clean versions of anything. So, well, technically, like R. Kelly. Have you ever heard like a clean version of his songs? They still sound dirty though. Most of his songs. He's a dirty dude. That's why. <laughs> like, I mean, he literally made eight. He's good with the subliminals. Exactly. I mean, he, he, he was up. doing that because sh- he's really doing that shit in real life. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But so we, we need to talk about the albums that came out. So I'm waiting for Chris because she'll jump back in a second. So we're going to start at the bottom and work back up so a couple albums came out over the past course of the past two episodes including the internet but we'll talk about them later at the bottom though we have Iggy Azalea I listened to maybe uh three songs it's only six albums on the uh, six songs on the album trash she's just better off being an Instagram honey at this point I do you have, or, try, or trying to get back with Nick Young. <clears throat> I don't even think Nick Young want her anymore. That's how damaged goods. He, oh, no. It's, it's my Iggy. Yeah. She's, she's dating DeAndre Hawkins from the Texans. Jesus. That's even, that's even scarier. Oh, God. So both of them going to have a hamstring injury soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. I, I, I'm cool with it. I just... I, I don't know what it is about Iggy Azalea. It just seems like... I guess T.I. dropped her from Grand Hustle. She disappeared for like two summers. She came back and she's trying to capitalize on the fact that Nicki keep pushing her album back. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to drop this fire. I got six tracks and ain't none of them good. Um, When I say none of them are good, I was like, okay, I'm waiting for something positive to come from it. Nothing ever did. Uh, Let me see. I'll play one song. This is Cream with Tiger. First you get the money. Then you get the power, respect. Hoes come last. Get it, 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 get Open up the safe, bitches got a lot to say. Pussy in your face, that'll put you in your place. Seven letters on the plate, fuck you in the break. I got cars, I got bags, I got real estate. 
won't play. I ain't gonna play. I got big fish money. He gon' ride the bait. Can you drop it down? Make that ass talk to me. Keep that energy going up the Hennessy. Ass. I need my bag quickly. Separate six degrees. Bitches think they know me. Sex. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> I couldn't do it, bro. What in the hell was that shit? For one, I thought her and Tiger were the same person. Um, because well, they, they are. It's just I one's so a man, one's a woman. Because the, the way it sounded, it was like, okay, you trying to sound nasty, but then like Tiger just naturally sound nasty. So you put the two on the same track. It's like the Olsen twins. Like, you don't know which one is what, but hey, we're here for it. Only issue is, I'm not here for um, The album is called Survive the Summer. And I'm sure somebody out there likes Iggy Azalea. Um, where's Waldo? Um, find him. <laughs> uh, and I purposely did Iggy because I know that, you know, Chris don't really mess with her like that. So we had to do that one for her. Um, the internet came out with an album. Did any of y'all hear that one? Man, look, I need you to let me know who this guy, like, is he tight? <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh, I, I don't even know who that is. So the internet isn't one person. That, uh, it's a group. It's a collective. And okay. they have jams. Like, uh, let me see if I can play. Because like, I will definitely listen if they, if they crank. You know what I'm saying? I be wanting to listen to new music all the time. Well, the thing is, like, they they had I don't even say like a moment, but they had a track that people rocked with. I know I did, but the issue is with the internet, they will go and put out a single, maybe two, and then they disappear. And then like six months later, they'll come out with their second single, but you don't really care about it enough to actually be concerned. So that's them. But honestly, to me, I thought that the new internet album was good. It wasn't as good as the previous one. Um, I'm trying to find. So a- it's only two. Yeah, it's only two. Um, so it's not a lot of music to listen to. I can get caught up on them. Yeah, you can. You can definitely get caught up on them. Let me see. Cool. If they have this song called "Come Over." I'll play that because that's one of the singles. So. play that that's the weekend that's called come over from their hive mind album i that's maybe something i listen to like on the way to work in the morning i don't want to hear like scorpion for the 48th time or something like that Mm -hmm. that's a straight bop for that um it's obviously not everybody's taste me personally i love it um so i guess if y'all do listen to the internet just know that that album to me personally is dope 
Um, I will listen to it. I'll listen to it. Yeah, that, boy, I, I ride with it. Um, So, the next album, I know I, we can talk about because Chris don't listen to this person because they don't like them. Uh, but Gabby Wilson. So, I'm calling her Gabby. Her mama named her Gabby. I'm calling her Gabby. Um, but her stage name is Her. She basically rebranded herself and she's been putting out music for a while now. She put out a six track EP called I Used to Know Her, the Pre. I, I, I listened to that and I like it. I fuck with it. Yeah, I do too. I fuck with it. Um, now, I'm afraid to call her her because, you know, you know, Twitter and all that. They be like, well, don't call a woman female. Don't call a woman her. I'm like, whoa, okay, oh, great. Like, did you hear her album? Who's her? Like that shit, like that. So, either way, I liked the one with Bryson more. Mm-hmm. Like everybody did, and I feel like it's a bop. But she just she's consistent. Like the her yeah. title album, I love that one. And then little like things that she's done outside of her own projects, I've always liked. But this, it was just perfect time. And I think like now everybody doing these six to seven track albums makes everything sound kind of like quick, but sometimes it just makes it sound better. I wouldn't want to hear her on 17 songs, but six is like that happy medium where one, she sounds good and she gets everything out of the way all at once. Um, yeah. What are y'all favorite tracks on it? I like the intro. It gave me Lauren Hill vibes. Mm-hmm. Definitely gave me the Lauren Hill vibes. Let me see if I can play that. The L Boogie. Yeah, I have to agree with that too. Confusing self-conscious with self-confidence. Confusing self-conscious with self-confidence. Confusing self-conscious with self-confidence. Confusing self-conscious with self-confidence. So you monogamous but body positive. Those pills you following for a following. What he got to offer? He don't see the kids that he fathering. If you won't bother them, why you respond to them? Careful when you plant them seeds before you water them. Say you empower women, but don't acknowledge them. Feminism not what you embody in. You false hope, you false positive. Uh, eat your fruit and drink your water then. Uh, I don't click up, I don't click up. Nah, I don't click up, I don't click up. That's why I don't click up, I don't click up. I don't click up. I like that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I might actually like that more than the Bryson one now. Oh Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on site. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and get with that. I'm going to listen to that again in my spare time. Um... Q, and you said you liked it too, right? Yeah, I did. I did. I definitely, just like, C, just like what CJ said, I definitely got the Lauren vibe on, on, on that joint. That's, that's dope. So Chris is back. So we're talking about the Her album right now. We already discussed, you know, two that you really didn't want to talk about in the internet and, well, and Her and um, Iggy Azalea. So, but God. I, I'm gonna have to go and re-listen to it again because I listened to it on the way to work and I listened to it again while I was in the office and I caught a vibe from it, but I need to hear that all over again to damn, that did bring like Lauren Hill vibes. Chris, how did you feel about it? The her album or the EP? I mean, I thought it was good. Oh, so that wasn't an album? Yeah, we said EP. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it was it was good. I just felt like after like the third song. Mm-hmm. It was kind of repetitive, like very repetitive. Uh-huh. But I feel that way with most of these like R and B singers. 
that come out like by the third track i'm like okay Mm -hmm. i'm bored now i liked how she tried to like rap she reminded me of rhapsody like a a bootleg version (laughs) she was good Uh, i I mean i love it man i felt like if i had to pick an album of i guess this most recent week that came out and there weren't that many that came from female artists that one would be my top. Um, yeah, I like I like that one. Cause, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, out of all the people who came out though, like yeah, like because I mean, it was what this week it was her, it was Iggy, and then it was A Marie and A Marie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, A Marie came out with something. This yeah, I, have a, I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, I, mm, <laughs> this one thing that's got me tripping. Mm. Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> well, this is what's going to fuck y'all up the most because it, it was like Inception. So, you know, I'm listening to Button today and he says, oh, well, A. Marie got a new album coming out. I'm like, nigga, I ain't heard from her in like 10, maybe 12 years, right? Yeah. So she maybe. Come, so she comes out with this, this album called Talking to Me, the remix. So it's eight <laughs> tracks and it's eight tracks of all the same song. <laughs> Talk. So I'll, I'll play like snips of each one so you can hear. So this is track one, Talking to Me featuring Foxy Brown, the Trackmasters remix. Foxy Brown, like the rapper? Okay, so that's track one. Let's see if track two is any different. We just played 20 seconds of that, right? So this is talk track two, Talking to Me, uh, featuring Foxy Brown, Track Masters Remix. Oh, that's just the explicit version. We're just going to skip that thing. Number three, <laughs> featuring Jack Frost, the remix. Here we go. It ain't a whole lot of rap. What you need in your life is a whole lot of jack. Uh, frost man with the frozen toe. Lick you all over till your body gets numb. I'm in the hood to the fence, come get me. We can ride around with drugs like Wilding and Whitman. Believe it, you roll up with Jack Freeze. It's easy for me to leak the neck, fill it, breeze it. Okay, so who is he related to Biggie Smalls? I thought it was Chub Rock. Oh, <gasps> my goodness. I literally thought it was Chub Rock. I was sitting there, I was like, okay, this, it's either, it has to be Biggie, or this is the first thing I heard when I heard him say, Big Rig. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who is this? That is what he sounded like when he came. I was like, oh, okay. Well, treat him right then, sir. You go ahead and do your thing. Um, so, track number four is an instrumental. The Trackmasters instrument. Uh, number five is Talking to Me, the Trackmasters remix, even though they already. I'm assuming this is the one without Foxy Brown. So then, have track number six, Talking to Me, the Mark Ronson uh, Sunshine remix. I want to hear this one. Is this her album or did a fan create this? No, this is her album. Uh, Columbia Records actually put this out. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh God. I, I want to hear this. Why would they do that? Yeah, that's yeah, just this, like this, embarrassing. It <laughs> makes no sense. It's just what is, what's going on? It's not here? even like a whole bunch of EDM shits. Like Rihanna did that for um, what's that song? Love, uh, one of those, love the way you lie, or one of those. Uh, 
she had a, a, a remix track, but that was a dance song. Like, this shit is dumb. <laughs> so, needless to say, it was eight tracks of the same shit, and um, I don't, I'm not even a lost words. I just don't ever want to hear A. Marie again. I'm completely fine with Beyonce still her style and going on her merry way. I'm completely fine with that. Um, saying that to say this. Did Beyonce really steal her style, though? They... People have alluded, you know, allegedly that one thing, you know, was given to Amory, but it was originally supposed to be Beyonce's, and then, you know, Amory had it, and she stole it, made it a hit, and then next thing you know, Beyonce started having that similar style with the crazy and love. Like that. So, you can, I guess you could say that, but a lot of people have different theories when it comes to Beyonce, Beehive don't come for me, but there's a situation where people said as soon as Aaliyah died, like Beyonce basically. Oh God. Everything. Then you got the whole theme of Ashanti. Everybody was like, Oh, well, Ashanti was in that lane. And then Beyonce kind of like nudged her out. Um, honestly, other than them two, I can't think about, cause I mean, you got what sunshine at that time. It was sunshine Anderson, blue Cantrell. Um, who else, who else was, there? I mean, you had Keisha Cole for maybe like a year while that was happening. And then, Nobody else, really. Now, I think about it when Beyonce... Like, mm. And both of them are one-hit wonders. Yeah. One, right. Yeah, because I only know one song from... Blue Each Control. one. I know, I, know she, I know she has more than one single, but I only know one. And the same as Sunshine Anderson. I only know that one. Right. Sunshine, Sunshine is one. Heard it all before. And Blue yeah. Control was hit, hit em up style. That's hit, hit em up, up style. style. Yeah. 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 Hit em up style. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't even think we could put them in the same bracket. Like, wasn't she hit him up style? She was like forty years old, right? She was old as a bug. She was. Blue was blue was pretty old when she when she came out. She was like in her late thirties when hit him yeah, up. Yeah, that's style what came I'm out. saying. Like, what? But I mean, it, it doesn't matter about the age. It, it's irrelevant. I mean, she's still talented. But I mean, Amory is now with this song that she just just album. She, she needed some that money. That's, that's what like that was. Twelve years old. She needed some money. Yeah, I just feel like money. if you if you come out and you like at thirty five, you're you're not gonna be like a superstar. I just don't see it. See, like I feel like those people like grow up being in the limelight. Man, Beyonce been in the limelight since birth. Like shit, like she's just been there. To be, to be, to be, to be, to be fair, two chains was old as hell when he popped. But that's a man. Exactly. I'm talking about for women. For women, unfortunately, it doesn't it doesn't work that way for us. Like we have an Why? age tap up. I Why? mean, that's just how that's just how it works. Like I don't really see any old women about, besides like Jill, Jill Scott, mean? maybe. What about Adele? I, I am in, I'm in my thirties. Jill's only like twenty four. She's but, not that old. <laughs> Adele not old. No, she just looks old. Adele's oh, wow. like thirty. Well, y'all y'all don't set or the something scene. like that, but. Yeah. But the, but this is my thing. I'm I'm thirty. I'm thirty two. So mm-hmm. if there's an R and B artist that comes out right now, I will relate more to her music than a seventeen year old yeah. or an mm-hmm. eighteen year old coming out now singing like. So I would appreciate if there was a more older R and B artist that would sing to what I can relate to, something that I can jam to, because I can still jam to. Yeah, I don't like her, but I love her, K mm-hmm. Michelle. Yeah, you know. But uh, these people are not are are not really superstars though. They they they're like in a niche. That's all I'm saying. Like if you're gonna be a superstar, like on Beyonce level, 
or like Michael Jackson level. Like these people started young. Like I don't, I, I, I just have never seen somebody come out at like 25 plus and make it to that level of stardom. But if y'all have, I mean, please tell me who has done that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back up. to what y'all said about not being able to relate to like the youth, like the 18 and stuff like that, when they're talking like love songs and stuff like that. We've heard a lot of youngins come out with, like even her is what, like 21, 22? And she yeah, she's like, young. Like 35. I mean, one of my favorite jams, my favorite jam came on 2000 and homeboy was young and had a hit. I, I, I want you to hear it. <laughs> but y- y'all get it I, y'all know what the song is i ain't gonna play it for you where is he right now like <laughs> somewhere he's like tatted up like, he got, like wasn't he on loving hip-hop hollywood or something i would not be surprised I would not be surprised. I feel like anybody who we heard two songs from, I'm surprised like Mario and all of them are not on Love and Hip Hop. But whenever they have a Love and Hip Hop Baltimore where it's him and like, what's that dude who did the Whoa Now or whatever, like him. Um, it's going to be him, uh, Cisco and them yeah. from Drew Hill. Him, Cisco. <laughs> um, Mario. Mario. <laughs> Mario, uh, who else? Uh, They're going to bring Snoop back. Snoop's going to come back yeah. <laughs> to Baltimore. God, I just and anyway, so back to Sunshine Anderson. Um, <laughs> apparently, I think it was early this afternoon. She went smack at Khloe Kardashian. So Khloe's hmm? sister Courtney and her boyfriend uh, Giannis, what's his name, Benjima, they broke up. So Khloe, being hot ass as she is, she decides to go and say in a comment that Alexa play Heard It All Before by Sunshine Anderson. So I guess this guy. You hear this shit, right? That was my Alexa. That's the one problem with Alexa. Alexa, pause. Alexa, shut up. It's like, <laughs> See, so basically Sunshine Anderson gets this and she says now chloe don't drag me into this foolishness you know this foolishness and then she says over here minding her business now i don't know what happened after the fact um but apparently she went in on instagram she says don't ever come for me especially when i didn't send for your ass i'm gonna remind you for the last time that i was over here minding my own baby uh, my own busy business baby and she should learn to sweep around her own front door before she starts dragging anybody into her trash I'll take what? nigga. I'm sitting here like I ain't even got pearls and I'm clenching them. So <laughs> she said, But my thing was why was she upset over there? <laughs> like, well more important, maybe I should read the you know, yeah. I mean I feel it. like if anything that made her song sell, people gonna go listen to that shit because Chloe Kardashian said play heard it all before. Let me let me go ahead and read this comment again to the smooth Baby, songs. Uh-uh. Let me explain to you. I'm saying what you saying. It's not even like uh. that. It wasn't like that, but I saw it. Baby, I don't love her. You don't love me. Uh. You know what? I don't even want to talk to me. Don't ever come over for me. Come for me, especially when I didn't send for your ass. I'm gonna remind you for the last time that I was over here minding my own busy, you know, my own be- uh, busy business, baby. 
and she should learn to sweep around her own front door when she starts dragging anybody into her trash. I'll take real and true over fake any day. I'm not for everybody, and no matter how many of you feel about my comments, remember that you, your mamas, your grandmamas, your sisters, your cousins, and aunties, hell, even your baby daddies, all know my little one song, heard it all before. Thanks for all the free promo. Thanks for all the new followers, sign. Wait, what? Classic household name, Sunshine. Her hit. Smile, bitches. Nigga. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm still confused. I applaud her for that. (laughs) Why are you applauding this? This is crazy. That bitch that lost her damn mind. I am am for the petty. That might make her go and record another fucking album. I applaud you. Yes. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Such a head of it. Go. I'm about to go look at that video. But I wanted, to, I wanted to, yeah, I'm about to punch that shit up on my TV right now. <laughs> why, why, why is she so mad, though? <laughs> but the thing is, I was trying to find out if, like, Chloe had said... Did that. I miss something? <laughs> I, thought I, did. I thought that Chloe had said something in between, like, Sunshine making that comment. Like, okay, you know, boom, boom, play the music, and then maybe Sunshine said something, and then Chloe said something back, which came with this comment. But nigga, who? But the fact that she highlighted the word true, and we all know that Tristan and um, Chloe's daughter's name is true, and she made it all bold in all caps. Like, what the fuck? Again, why are you upset that this woman is listening to your song? (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say something? Like, what? Bitch, you got a hit on your hands. I don't understand. Do you know Mona Scott Young is on the phone right now? Like, so we might have an opening for LA. I hope they don't. I'm telling Mm-mm. you, you've heard it here first. When y'all think about Sunshine Anderson being on the next Love and Hip Hop or Real Housewives or some shit like that, go ahead and email us and be like, you know what? Y'all were right. Her ass is on there with that one hit she's been performing like Kaya for the past 12, 13 <laughs> years. We, we got it. So, oh my God. At least Kaya trying to make a name for herself being ratchet. Yeah, and she's just like you know what I know I had my little hit that's mm-hmm. cool but now I'm about to really make money talking shit mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, other than that we have two more well three more um, did any of y'all check out the Mac Miller album no me um, I, I heard it was good though I did hear it was good well for me I, I just feel like now, him, both him and Wiz, I can't put up with more than like two or three songs before I'm like, all right, what's next? Like, it's not cleaning the house music. It's either getting high or I'm riding in somebody else's car, so I gotta listen to this shit type of music. And mm-hmm. for like, some reason, I can't relate to Mac Miller's music. I don't yeah. know why. I like Mac Miller. Well, his old stuff. I haven't really heard anything recent exactly. as far as the last two years, but. His old shit used to crank. Yeah. <laughs> Q, did you have you heard of anything from Mac? Well, no, he don't listen to him. But... Uh, no. <laughs> so sorry. I love how Q just shuts you down. Like no. no. <laughs> we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, did anybody check out the YG album? Yeah, I did. That joint crank. It's all right. I like it. I like it. It's all right. I like it. He wasn't my cup of tea, really, but he's still really not. But it was. It's good for him. I haven't listened to it yet. 
I told myself that I was going to listen to it. Now that Chris said it was good, I'm going to. Uh, I just I made the mistake of listening to, well, not listening to, but watching the music video before I'd actually heard the album. And mm. YG should never be allowed to make music videos, bro. Like, something about YG just seems <laughs> like either he's good on a feature or he should just shut up. You just make hood nigga music. If you don't really like that, you're not really going to like him. But for me, the the song, like, the handgun song was really good. Like, I fuck with it. The video fucked me up, though. Like, I felt traumatized at watching the shit. Because it was a four-minute video, and it was about three minutes and 59 seconds too long. I was like, okay, I didn't need this. But since I had to suffer, you know y'all got to suffer now, too, right? So... Video was a little weird. Yeah, I I, I gotta make y'all watch this shit. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. I'm YG four hundred. <laughs> Ripping struck. And from this day on, you gonna drip every day like a real nigga supposed to. Hmm. And every first, last word that come out y'all vagina eating mouth gonna be drip. Do my real niggas understand? Drip, woo, drip. Do my real <laughs> niggas understand? Drip, woo, drip. Oh boy, nigga, nigga, nigga. This nigga got a vending machine full of guns. <laughs> This is, I mean, <laughs> young. I can't. <laughs> Camp drip. <laughs> this is an actual thing. So you got everybody dressed like ASAP Rocky or Michael Jackson, if you want to say, with the pants and the white socks. This man, <laughs> you see this man down here? <laughs> He looked like the problem child kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is bad already. Like, yeah, the, your song is this shit is awful. <laughs> hey. Okay, can, can we can we have our sanity back now, please? Thank yes, you, you, you appreciate that. Um, yes, but either way, Chris said that it's flames. So I'm, I'm gonna have to listen to it. I just feel it's like a good album. I just like hood music, so I mean, don't take my word for it because I, I just oh, I really love, like hood I, music. I, I, love, <laughs> I love hood music. Oh yeah. my god! I, I think that the video kind of messed it up for me because for one, it took a minute too long to even get to the point. Like, I don't need you to go to a vending machine full of guns and then. You know, you got the dudes dressed like ASAP, and you're talking about drip. Now I want to walk around saying everything with drip following it and shit. 
Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I want some water drip. Like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so trip drip came through dripping. Trip drip. <laughs> Give me a drink. Trip drip. <laughs> All right, look, look, Sunshine Anderson, we don't need you right now. We, I, I get it. I get it. Stop. Stop. So, oh. Sunshine, <laughs> I'm telling you, yo. As much as I love her ass, she was never going to be a Beyonce. And, and uh, she, but she coming out with a new album in about in about four months. I'm telling you, they, they, they <laughs> I think she should still make music. She should. Yeah, don't don't stop making music, but don't have the expectations like you about to blow up like that. So before we I get, just don't say it. Before we get into the topics, we do have one more. Um, Travis Scott, Chris, you had mentioned the album on your podcast that came out on Tuesday. But I wanted to ask everybody, like, how, other than you, including how do you feel about the Travis Scott one? I've never listened to any of Travis Scott's album. Well, you don't like Travis? He's all right. Some singles, but he's not somebody that I would listen to like that. What about you, CJ? I listen to everything Travis put out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, I, I definitely I listen to everything front to back, and, and give it a full thorough listen exactly. to get my opinion. I think this. Do you feel like this one was better than Birds, or do you think it was like kind of like neck and neck when it came to it? Yeah. Um. Oh, for, yeah. Um. I like this one better. Mm. I like this one better because. It feels like he took his time to actually say, hey, I care about what quality music I'm going to put out, and I want people to like my shit, unlike mm-hmm. some other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, it wasn't rushed. You can tell it wasn't rushed. J. Cole. J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't talking about Cole. Cole, my man. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Go but I feel, like, I feel like Travis actually put, like, okay, he has a unique sound. Nobody sounds like him. You know what I'm saying? He has, he has a unique sound, and he put it. He actually put it. He 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 uh he reached his uh he showed his potential. He showed what he can do. You know what I mean? I, I really like. It. I like every. I almost like every song, honestly. Like it crank. Like it, it, get, it get you in a whole another mood. Like, <laughs> like it's just crank. The whole album. I think I only like skipped one song. I was telling my coworker, and it was weird. Like. Cause I got like white coworkers who are in love with Travis Scott, and I thought it was just like a Kylie thing. But then when she was like, "Oh, she been rocking with Travis for a while," and it reminded me like when I didn't fuck with Travis when he was punching people on stage and shit, and I was trying to figure out what was up with him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't at that point that I'm I'm hoping I'm not crazy, but I remember he like tossed somebody off the stage, and then he like kicked the photographer and all that. Yeah, that's that's when he was under Ti's wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plain Ti. Shout out to my man. Shout out to Tip. <laughs> that nigga was wild. But uh yeah, so like if I had to pick three songs I liked the most, if I had to like strap the rest of the album and pick three, I would put for me my number one is NC seventeen. Because that nigga um twenty one savage I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like the worst rapper alive because. Oh my god! But the lyrics he be saying, I'm like, yo, I, I love this shit. Like he said something on NC17. I knew he was talking about Amber Rose about something she left something on his shirt. I was like, yep, that nigga there, that nigga there. So I really like 21. Me too. Like, like, like 
what Chris, you said you like the um the sicko what is it, sicko mode with Drake? That part that you had at the end? Yeah, I like I like a hey, <laughs> like I like a hey. that was like the best part of that whole song. <laughs> so what are y'all favorite tracks on the album? I like that's um, mine. <laughs> yeah, Sicko was tight. I like who is it called? Who what? Let me see. I think who what? Uh-huh. Um, the sample from Goody Mob, whatever the, yeah. the title of that song name is, when he sampled Goody Mob. Is that Yosemite? Um, Let me see. Can I say that these tracks, like songs, I mean, like the names of the tracks are not memorable at all? Oh, 5%, 5% 10. 5% That's the name 10. of the song. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they relate to the songs. Yeah. <laughs> That shit not. <laughs> like, and it's so weird because like it flows so perfectly and he just rode the beat. So I'm like, yeah, I mess with this. Now I'll probably forget the album when Ross come out on Friday, but hey, it, it is what it is. I just am like that with music now. But Oh yeah, Ford Miami too. Um, I'm all, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But this is like for Astro World. I was really surprised to hear Frank Ocean because I thought that we like you know he wasn't with us anymore. So I was like, all right, because <laughs> y'all know how Frank Ocean is. This motherfucker will disappear for like twenty six months and then come back and you be like, oh shit, like he like Andre with one, with one song and shit. You like, damn, nigga, can we get an album? I feel like Frank Ocean is overrated. You think so? You think so? Yeah. <laughs> what makes you think that? Like, you think it's just—is it? Because I feel like he had one great album, and they put him on a pedestal, like he was uh, fucking Prince. He wasn't Prince. Like. They did put him on a big ass pedestal. Mm-hmm. So when he came out with the second album, it was trash. It's like, almost like some Lauryn Hill it. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you trying to yeah. say that he ain't gonna never come out with his albums or his concerts on time now, like Lauryn? <laughs> I mean, no. that's how he acts. That's how he acts. Like, oh, I'm not releasing anything. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. this and that. And it's just like, come on now, Frank. All right now. Bitches like, who the fuck is he? Who that? About that time I get back on my grizzly. God. About that time I start snapping on everything. Call a Ruger, let's get this shit cracking, man. I fucked your bitch and my niggas fucked after that shark. Make my habitat flex and ain't having it. Yeah. Take your shit, nigga. I dare you to grab it back. I used to have 50,000 in sandwich bags. I ain't give a fuck what my grandma said. Nah. She told me to go to school. I moved in Grants instead. I had the plan ahead. Look how them cameras flash. Nigga, you been a fan. We used to trap out the motherfucking minivan. We had the fan in the window, no ceiling fan. Fans. Bitch, are you fucking or not? Cause I feel like I'm killing shit. Shit, I took everything. Pennies and nickel, man. You bought a reckless bar. I got this nigga, man. You talking reckless, but I got this pistol, man. When niggas talk shit, I just go fuck they bitch again. Rapping don't work, then I'm back selling nicks again. Coop bring that shit, man. And trapped in them Timberlands. Soon as this rap, she get weird, then I'm back selling nicks again. So getting getting off the music, we need to get straight into hot topics about we only have three this week and then we'll go into what's bothering us. So the first one, uh boy, it's CJ, you mentioned this in the text, you know, in the group text about Ashley Madison and women cheating. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm whew. Chris, were you able to look at the list? No, I have I wasn't. Can somebody send me the link really fast? <laughs> so, this list is wild because all the people trying. I just feel like, do women really be tre- cheating like that? I mean, they probably do. 
Never mean that. I don't for me, like one, I don't I feel like niggas quick to snitch, man. <laughs> you know what? And that's what we were we were talking about that last week. Like dudes will really go and snitch more than women. And this list says it all because I mean, number one is Seattle. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, more importantly, DC's on the list, and I knew that was the truth. I was like, "Yep, mm-hmm. women." Yeah, will. they be cheating like that on DC. Yeah, they. <laughs> That's crazy. But I, what's the quote? Black men don't right. So you got DC at number eighteen, and then you got a whole bunch of obscure like places that honestly you don't see too many black people other than Philly, which was number four by the way. So. The top five are Seattle, Denver, Dallas, Philly, and San Jose. There's a lot of California spots on this list, too. You got San Jose, Los Angeles, San Francisco, all back to back. You got they all housewives. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got Houston, Charlotte. Now, Charlotte's and white people don't have discretion, so yep, yep. black people not going to snitch. <laughs> if we cheating, you're not gonna tell my husband because you're gonna have to see him with the hands. Be quiet. Exactly. <laughs> well, then you got what at number fifteen? You have New York City. I was not expecting New York to be that high. Well, well that where low. what? Yeah, is New Miami York is number fifteen. Miami isn't on because usually, like the husbands kill their wife on you know England, Florida, <laughs> and that's yikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah, like that. that is that is because Florida women don't cheat. That uh, I don't. Know. I feel like I wouldn't want to cheat on a Florida woman. She probably fuck me up. Like, yeah, Florida, <laughs> man. <laughs> Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> like, nah, no, thank you. I don't think anybody in Florida is cheating. Yeah, <laughs> we don't got time to. Everybody down here is a swinger. We have some of you swingers club out here. It's crazy, yeah, so. y'all don't have There's regular like. Too. Y'all don't shoot people. See, y'all that's be, lit. Y'all murder is crazy. Y'all, y'all, y'all like drown people and cut people's heads off. Be like, I'm about to like, feed you to my gator. Gator? Like, <laughs> like y'all don't got guns? <laughs> <laughs> take, take, them down, take them down to the Everglades and shit. Mm, yeah. I got yeah. a boat trip for you, sweetie. And Let's only one out. person come back. Like, yeah, we, the fuck? That is crazy. Exactly. So since we're talking about Florida, uh, I guess we can get into this and pivot from Ash, uh, Ashley Madison. Since most dudes in Florida have beards, what is the significance of beards for men? Um, Do most dudes in Florida have beards? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think they might have the highest population in the United States. I can see that because yeah. when I was in Miami, I seen a lot of niggas with beards. <laughs> men with beards more pussy than men that don't have any beards. Mm. Like, wow. I feel like men without beards. Not every dude can not have a beard. Yeah. Well, like some dudes look all right with no beard, but most look crazy. Nah. All right, I need so to that, move, from, move to Miami then. This is my take. in Miami. Uh huh. Go ahead, but no, oh no, you go. You finish because you got a you got a real take. No, no, no. no go ahead. What's your take? My thing is, I my face like I have to shave my face every other day. Like to maintain a beard and everything, like I understand his work. I just don't feel like I don't feel like doing that shit. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so I just see that you're like one of the people that actually look normal without a beard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some dudes just look like creepy. Like you don't look <laughs> creepy. <laughs> I guess because I, I just like you know, I, I like bonafide pedophile looking. Like I, I don't know. It just be bad weird. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because there are men that have beards, and once they shave their beard, they look like a whole different person. Yes! Oh, my like gosh! Or rapist, and it's just like, wait, hold up. Who are you? Like, I don't even know you. <laughs> Who is your identity for real? For <laughs> <laughs> men down here, beard is a big thing down here. And plus, there's, there's, there's this thing that usually men that with beard, that have beard, means they eat pussy. So, if you eat more pussy, uh, then you'll grow some facial hair. Oh, that's so, fact, yo. That's fact. So what happens to the light-skinned dudes with beards? Like, are they, do you just know, like, all right, he light-skinned and he got a beard, so he must be pussy because most of them can't grow their shit in evenly? So, like, how do you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of light-skinned dudes have implants. You think? Beard implants? Yeah. Not down here. A, a lot of light-skinned dudes down here, meaning that they're Spanish, and a lot oh, of Spanish yeah. men tend to be hairy. Mm-hmm. So they, they yeah, I can no see that. But to have the beard, yeah. Unless they shave like every day, but ninety percent of the light skinned Spanish men they they're very hairy, so it's easy, it's very easy for them to grow a beard. Well, how much hair is too much hair though? I remember in the group we were talking about it last week about chest and back. Yeah, so no chest, no back. Nobody. Okay, I think I would take chest over back though. No, no you got to you got to get that waxed. Yeah, I would Since hope. Back, you, yeah, I just feel like back is just so like animalistic. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like imagine I'm trying to hug you and it's like <laughs> there, ah! and it's like furry. Oh my god! It would be like hugging like a dog, like a bear. Yeah, uh, gross. Mm-mm. Can't do it. I don't think I've ever been with a hairy back man or said, like hairy chest. She said hugging a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Like a St. Bernard or some shit. <laughs> Beethoven. Right. You know how we do every week, though. So we attempt to discuss power and the lack of parenting mm. and the lack of care for anybody in the world. On the are we, hold on, Greg, are we about to talk about power? Yes. Because that's what I'm going to put the headphones down. Because oh. <laughs> I'm still on my. I Netflix has spoiled me, so I only binge watch now. Oh boy! So, bye guys. <laughs> so, uh, everybody else has watched and caught up on Power, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yep. I uh, watched that shit at midnight. So this mm-hmm. episode was called "A Changed Man," aka "This Nigga Ain't Change." Um, I, I don't even really know where to start. So, I guess like. Should we start with Tariq? Should we start with Ghost? Should we start with Tasha? Like, where should we start with the show? And then we'll just go. We can can start with Tariq. All right. So with Tariq this week, um, he is back in boarding school. So apparently this shit must be next door to his mom's house because I thought he was supposed to go, like, away. This nigga go away. Like, I'm like, wait, so last episode he was here and then he's hanging out with Kane and all of them. And then this week he's back at school. So in a nutshell, he goes and is hanging out with, you know, Kane and Kane is, I think he took him to one of his dealer's house where he's supposed to like collect money, beat the dude up. And then I guess he gave the money to Tariq. Tariq goes to school and now he has this habit of, you know, getting money. And now he's selling drugs to the kids in his school to the point where he's telling Kanan, like, hey, we got, you know, business here because now these students want to buy drugs from me, which are prescription drugs. At what point? What were you saying? Typical. 
<laughs> Typical. Sell drugs to the white kids in college. Yeah, I, I just... Uh, more importantly, like, isn't this a boarding school, though? Like, nobody was checking for this man bringing in, like, drugs and all... Even, especially... I think I think what he had, though, was prescription, like... Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was prescribed. Yeah, and so basically... Listen, not, shit, for, listen, for $22 a pill, I'll be selling... Yeah, I was like, pills. yeah, I was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> I was like, shit. He said twenty dollars a pill. I was like, hell yeah, twenty dollars a pill, fool. Shit. I, I don't get it, man. Like basically, with him, like then he lied at one point when they were they got stopped by the police or whatever. And Tariq says to the cop, basically faking an asthma attack, and the cop help, you know tells him to go on. So I was like, okay, Tariq knows he's a good liar now, but mm-hmm. still ain't dead. Like he has to go. Um. And then didn't he mention to Kanan also in the episode that he was the one who killed Ray Ray? Yeah, he let him know that he killed Ray Ray. Kanan was like, you did the right thing. Yeah. But did he really do the right thing? Because wasn't at one point like Ray Ray working with Kanan? So Kanan should have He definitely didn't do the right thing because he used his mother's gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, nigga, you, on, you, you know what you want to do, but you're not going about it right because you're not thinking about the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, didn't get, we didn't get much else about Tariq uh, other than the fact that now he's selling prescription drugs and, you know, basically Kanan just working everybody right now. Um, so I, we can go with Ghost because it wasn't much about him that mattered because uh, he's just soft for like the sixth consecutive week. Um, how do y'all feel about Ghost from last episode to this one? Um, okay, so I feel like he okay, he went to go see the the, the pastor or preacher, whatever you want to call him. He says he wants to be a changed man, so he's trying to make amends with everybody for him. I guess he would call it selfish actions. Everybody keep calling telling him he always think about himself, you know, he think about himself and all that shit. He's trying to make amends with everybody, but I feel like He's just getting everybody to put their guards down so he can strike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not yeah. like for real. Kanan, he just wants to take over the game. That's it. Yeah. But, but that's the thing. Kanan, he wasn't, weren't we just talking last week about him trying to get out of the game? And now, like, he even made a pact with Dre. And I'm like, wait, like, now you working with Dre again? Like, is, this has to be a slip up on Courtney because I've gotten to the point where her, like, I don't know what she's doing her episode, maybe that's to throw us off, but now Ghost wants Dre to take out Tommy's connect. I'm like, okay, so now you're working against Tommy. You were supposed to be with him trying to take down Dre. So no, like, but, he's, he, but he's actually helping Tommy. But how is... To get rid of Tommy's connect. Because now, now, because of whatever happened, now Tommy is using his father to move the, the drugs. <sighs> That, that, Which yeah. he cannot be trusted because um, Teresi's trying to set them up. He's trying to get Tommy and Ghost locked up. But isn't Dre trying to get Ghost to like kill Diego though? Yeah, yeah, they're trying Dre- to kill like each other's connects and stuff. Yeah, he's wow. Dre. Wanna Dre trying to get? Uh, yeah, Dre wants Dre wants the Menendez dude gone. He wants oh. Ghost to take care of it, and Ghost wants Dre to take care of. Uh, who is Ghost trying to get Jay to kill? Um, oh, Tommy's connect. And then, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anthony, Anthony, uh, is his name Anthony? I, no, what's his name? Like Jason, right? I think. Um, Jason, yeah, yeah, something regular. 
<laughs> so basically, like that's happening. They go on and play inside. Um, and then I guess nothing really happened with Ghost and Angela, other than the fact that she made him sleep on the couch. And then she told Tasha that, hey, they aren't sleeping together. And, you know, basically lining her up for the interrogation that Tasha was about to get. And she got that interrogation. Yo, yo, she is so irritating to me, though. I swear to God. Like, lock her ass up. I don't even care. <laughs> like, like, she's not relevant to me in the show. Oh, Ooh, Tasha or Angela? Tasha, yeah. <laughs> what you mean? Tasha's hey, a writer. Man, she'd be blowing me. <laughs> I'm teasing Tasha dude. all the way. Tasha's a writer. I, I don't. I don't know. The thing is, <laughs> Tasha, like Tasha, all of them actually, because I can't even blame Tasha. So Ghost Tommy, Tasha, and even like Angie, like, they all know that they hot right now. And what's the um the detective's name? Uh, Rodriguez, right? <coughs> um, Rodriguez is working with uh, the dude Hans and what's the other guy's name? Sax, right? So I keep calling the dude Hans. His name is like. <coughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, the two agents Mark. that used to work John with. John Marcos. Yeah. So they're trying to take down Angie, and Mark knows that if he's trying to get with Ghost, the best way he can do it is to hook up with Proctor. So he's trying to already, like, basically pressure him into giving up ghosts, but the only way he can do that is if, you know, he goes to Proctor's wife, which he did this episode. And his wife is going to um like AA what is it? it's called AA, right? So yeah. she's going to AA and she gives up Proctor to Mock. So Mock goes obviously to Proctor. Proctor comes back to his child's mom and is like threatening her and gives her, you know, a bump of coat in a bag. And she throws you it at to get her relapse. Yeah, to have a relapse because he doesn't want her involved with their daughter at all. So he knows that he doesn't want to rat, you know, rat them out, but that can basically get him killed. So what he does is he hits up ghost, you know, in order to get the coat. And then he goes to his ex-wife hoping that she relapsed, and then she doesn't. Uh, but then that leaves Tasha as how basically how the show ended, you know, with her getting grilled. And she is getting interrogated by, uh, what we say, Detective Rodriguez. And just when you think Tasha's about to break, she's piecing everything together from what she had heard from Angie that was about <laughs> to be dead in the interrogation. And Tasha, she sticks it out, luckily. And it all works out, but the issue is they brought up um, Ray Ray and the gun, and she looked guilty at one point. I was like, okay, like, if don't nobody else know that Tasha looked guilty, I do, so everybody else should. And then they keep going and mentioning Silver, uh, Terry. I'm like, okay, at what point is somebody going to put two and two together that Terry is more involved with Tasha than just, you know, attorney and client? So hopefully next episode, like we get more of Terry because I'm kind of tired of Tasha, and hopefully no, both of them, Terry and Tasha, is just so irrelevant, man. Like just yeah. get out the way, <laughs> both of y'all. Don't be happy. Go, bye. Stay, leave with that nigga. Goodness. So, so we got a show without Tasha. Basically, <laughs> now, 
Honestly, I just need Tasha to stop sleeping with everybody. And that's inside the she kinda stops I sleep with somebody that's not in the mix. Exactly. Like, if I, like, if I would have find you, nigga, it's not in the mix. I said it's every week. She's, she's, listen, okay? Ghost hurt her, and she's trying to hurt him. So, well, fuck well, you. She lucky they, they, that she won't fuck Tommy because they're like brother and sister. Well, and that's where I was about to go with it. What's going to happen next season for season six if this whole thing works out where Tommy and Ghost don't trust each other? If they have some little, like, jungle fever moment where him and Tasha knock boots... I'm done. I'm fucking done. I will go and just not watch TV again until Game of Thrones comes back on. I don't need that. <laughs> um, yeah, and that, that's for like, like another two we, 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 got, we got enough like friends and siblings fucking as is. So we don't need Tasha fucking uh, Tommy and what, what was Lala character? Lala character don't matter, but I mean like she can go. Um, yeah, that character doesn't matter. She's irrelevant. They're going to kill her. They got to. They have to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but look, but, oh, I just thought about it. I just thought about one person that Tasha might fuck just out of spite. Councilman Tate. Tate or Dre? She done, mm-hmm. fucked, everybody, she done fucked every black dude on the show so far. Except for Kanan. And I still... She fucked Kanan's son. She don't trust Kanan. She has she, every single reason to not trust that nigga. Yeah, she don't fuck with him at all. So, but that's the thing. Does Kanan know that well, actually, I, you would think he would know because his son, you know, was kind of soft on Tasha. So you would think he'd be like, oh, yeah, my son knocking it. But I, I don't know. Maybe I guess on till next week, we'll see if Tasha's going to jail, if Silver will die. And we, we also want to see what happens. You know, Tommy put that track on Dre Carr and oh, Ghost wanted totally, Dre to kill. Totally forgot about that. That's going to come. Yeah. He, he, he did put the tracker and he told them Angela to, to cut it on. Yeah. Yeah, he put the track on Dre Carr because he's trying, he trying to get you know, he's doing some low-key snitching shit just to stay out of jail. You know, he gonna give Angela evidence to to to, to lock him up for messing with the, the you know Diego Mendez and all them. What well, a question! Jimenez. Do you yeah, Hernandez? Do you think that they will wrap that up in the next three episodes for this season, or is it just gonna drag on for like season six and we all sitting there like everybody was with Empire? Like, well, nothing happened and nothing's going to continue to happen. So. How do you no, I hope it ends. I hope it ends, and then next season is something different. Yeah, because that's what that's what I got bored of Power because I mean of Empire because it was just same shit. Like I just stopped watching it altogether. Yeah, well, that's just Empire was so trash. Yeah. <laughs> Chris was like, I'm sorry, I had I heard Empire and I was like, yo, that shit is trash. <laughs> right, well, we'll go from that um, from Power and go straight into what's bothering us.
Okay, y'all know what's coming up. Y'all know what it is. It's time for What Bothers Us. Take it away, fellas. Every week, we got something bothering us. So let's see. Let's Who, who should we start with? Yaya, since you're a guest this week, what's bothering you? What isn't bothering me? <laughs> Mercury is in retrograde, and it has my feelings all up in a bunch. Work has been definitely been overwhelming this week, and it is only Wednesday. Right, mm. it is Wednesday. It's been a very long week. My dumbass coworker called out yesterday, and today was her day off. So it's just been pretty much me by myself, just pulling all the way at my job. And tomorrow, when she comes, I'm gonna have. The next two days, I'm going to have her ass outside working, doing no office work. I'm just going to have her ass in the field. And that's what, that is what's bothering me today, just lazy-ass co-worker. And I'm doing all the work and still getting paid some exact shit. I feel like I need a fucking raise after this week. Mm. All right, so, that, Chris, what's bothering you? Mm, okay. Um, hmm, let me see. I know I have bothered you enough today. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, you definitely have, but no, Greg. <laughs> um, I think what is bothering me is... Hmm, oh, why is Metro so fucking unpredictable? Oh, boy. That is what's bothering me. I yeah, look up, it'll say, like, the train is coming in three minutes. The next time I look up, it says D-L-Y. <laughs> then I look up again, <laughs> and it says 20. And I'm just like, yo, what the it said three. Like, what's going on? <laughs> that really is what bothers me. Metro is just terrible. I mean, I used to have so much fun when I was a kid taking the train. I thought it was cool. But now I just see, like, y'all haven't repaired that shit since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we gotta do better by our metro transit system. Like it's one of the cleanest in the world, so we should really take care of it more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah metro I, I, is what's I, bothering I, me. <laughs> I, I definitely was second that that shit is retarded. So retarded. So I, I guess I'll go in the middle because mine. It's not what's bothering me, but it's shit that needs to change because I'm sick of it. Um, Chipotle. Oh boy. So yeah. here's my my issue with Chipotle. When I place an order for pickup, because it's easier for me, I can use Apple Pay. When I get there, the shit should be there. If I put an order in and say I want that at 2.30, and I come there at 2.35 and the shit's not ready, and I still got to stand there for 10 minutes to get it, it's a problem. Uh, more importantly, when I do decide you know, that one evening I want Chipotle at 8 o'clock and I walk through the line, don't skip me on my food. Um, mm-hmm. 
the whole spoon is supposed to go into the chicken. I don't want you. <laughs> I don't want the half spoon. I don't want you to be like it's extra. Yeah, I know it's extra because it's supposed to fit the spoon to the point where I've started pulling out my camera and taking a photo whenever they're dipping into the meat. I'm like, hey, like, no, I need all mine. Don't be trying to charge me two dollars and eighty-five cent for more chicken, and then all you did was give me four pieces off the bottom of the spoon. That's not how that works. Extra is extra. Extra is not four little cubes of it. So <laughs> then, then um, when I'll give you a funny story. So this was Monday. So Monday I go to Chipotle and I asked for a cup of water. The lady who's replacing the napkins, she is watching me like a hawk to make sure that I'm putting water in there and not lemonade and Sprite that's right beside it. Now I usually do this, but I saw her there, so I'm not gonna be obvious about it. So what I did was I got my water and she's like, oh, you sure that's water? I looked No, at- bitch, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I looked poured it out. You should have poured it out and got some Sprite. That <laughs> <Now> was not. <laughs> <laughs> you right, I pushed the wrong one. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. No boo. So I, I came here to scam. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at her and said, no disrespect, but all disrespect. How much money are you losing from me getting lemonade and Sprite versus getting this water? More importantly, like bottled water from Chipotle costs like $2.80. So you're trying to tell me, regardless of what I get from this fountain, is hurting you so much that you can get fired from letting me just... Grab my cup and go. People have shot up places because companies and employees step out, you know, into the line of fire about some shit that they should not be concerned about. I know for a fact if somebody came in and was like, yo, open the drawer, give me all that shit. You know what I'm doing? I'm opening the drawer and getting the fuck out the way. I'm not going to be like, you know what? No, you can't take this because it's our money and I get paid on the 15th. You don't get paid on the fifteenth if you die on the eighth. Okay, so let's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good, a good way to put it. And you know what's crazy? When I used to work at Hollister, in our loss prevention videos, they tell us, "Do not go after the person. Let them go. Do not act. <laughs> do not search their bag. Like you have no right to do any of this." And then the little managers I used to have, the white managers, they would try to test the waters with the ghetto joints because you know. Mo- uh, a lot of urban people don't know their fucking rights, so they go in there and they're like, "Okay, I'm about to rob. I'm I'm stealing whatever." They're not even allowed to search your bag. They be trying it, like no. But Walmart will try that shit too. And I'll get back to Chipotle, but we, we can talk about Walmart now. No other store other than them and Costco. When you go to their store and you're about to leave, yes, you they saw you come from the counter with your shit. And they have to, you have to hand them the receipt and they have, you're not even looking. To highlight it and stuff, like, so do you you even know how many items I have here? (laughs) And that's the thing. If you have 36 items, you trying to tell me you counted all 36, like you fucking mystery mathematician. I think they're counting like the bags, like they know how many bags your, your retail person gave. So if you have like an extra bag, they're like, hold up, you're only supposed to have seven bags. That's, and that makes that's wow. <laughs> you you might be the first person who have made like that makes sense to me, but it, to me it still don't make sense because Costco, the other company, you don't get bags, you get boxes of shit. So say if you got oh yeah, Costco, they get definitely just guessing. 
like, <laughs> this motherfucker got six big ass warehouse boxes of chicken tenders and ketchup. So he must have had 64 items. Like, no, don't press me out about some shit that honestly, you'll risk your life over the extra ketchup I got. No. So the Chipotle lady that I'm going to see tomorrow because I go to Chipotle. So when I do see you, and I will see you because I know your work schedule, I'm not threatening you in case you're listening, but don't stand in the way of me and my half Sprite, half lemonade. I'm not bothering you. If you want a tip, I will give it to you. Just don't be disrespectful. Either stay out the way or get slapped. And that's just bothering me. Um, Maybe she wants to be like employee of the month and get a bonus. That's the thing. You don't get a bonus, though. Oh, damn. <laughs> they don't have an employee of the month. Like, now I think about it, the only place I know like that I've seen recently that has an employee of the month is McDonald's, and there's, the sign is never full. There's always like an empty sign. And, and Little Caesars. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never had Little Caesars a day in my life. I've seen all the commercials. I'm like, yo, that looks so delicious. But then everybody's it's like, not. It's not it's, good. It's good. You have you have to order the pizza. Like you cannot get a pizza that's already there. Because yeah. It's not good. So what I do is I ask for like half and half, like half cheese and half pepperoni. So they have to do a fresh one because oh. they always have either cheese or pepperoni already mm-hmm. ready for you to go. So basically, and, but the crazy bread is good though. So it's definitely like, don't get the hot and ready that's just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows how long it's been there. Mm-hmm. So, but it's good when you're like drunk though. Mm, Anything know. is good when you get drunk. I guess. I don't know. I've eaten 7-Eleven pizza at 3 o'clock in the morning because that shit tasted delicious until I woke up in the morning and I had knots in my stomach. Yikes. Yeah. Mm, 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 I made mistakes. Now, I won't touch the hot dogs at 7-Eleven, but if the pizza looked like they had just made that shit, I don't mind. You better off get one of the little sandwiches in the produce aisle. You (laughs) better give it to Queen. Yeah, one of them jumps. One of the little cold sandwiches and shit. Oh, y'all don't get the beef patty no more? Damn. Oh, I remember, Niggas I remember the gave beef up patty. on the big kids. <laughs> I remember the beef patties, though. The beef patties used to be the mood. They did. Y'all <laughs> acting like y'all ain't eat. Go up on the beef patty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So cute. Beef patty oh, came the wrong way. Uh, what's bothering me? Damn. Um, <laughs> Chris, you you kind of took what was my was bothering me this week for this week. I had a you really said good, me, yeah, with the, with the metro. But I I can uh, no wait 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 I can expound on the crappy metro. This is a seven thousand series train. I fucking <laughs> hate that motherfucking message. Why do I need to know that? Yes, I know it's all shiny. It's all silver. I know it's a fucking seven thousand series train. <laughs> God damn it. I don't need to hear that shit every time the fucking doors open. This is a 7,000 series train. And it don't have no outlets. None. And it be cold as fuck. Even the, even the, <laughs> fuck. Like, come on. That's right, pull up. I get angry. Wait, damn. Not a 7,000 series. No, no, no. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need Metro to update the Metro buses, like the DC circulator. I need the, I need the, 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 the USB and the Wi-Fi on the bus. Like, and, if you get the joint that don't got the leather seats. Well, why, why does Metro <laughs> have carpet anymore? And I get it. It might be kind of unsanitary. Somebody throw up and it's hard to clean. 
Yeah, yeah, I actually think the carpet was disgusting because it was smelling like mold and then, you know, Yeah, they don't clean the shits. But they anyway. should have definitely took the carpet out of all of them. <laughs> but in, but anyway, okay. So so going back on, going back to going back to Metro because y'all motherfuckers is. Okay, so <laughs> he was ready. <laughs> so y'all assholes have a have a portion of the red line shut down. I know Greg just affects you a whole lot because, oh boy. So, they got a portion of the red line shut down because they can't keep their fucking uh, platforms from crumbling and falling on people. Now y'all bastards about to shut down the blue line. No, oh, no. The blue and orange. It, 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 there is going to be no blue line service from Smithsonian to Farragut West. Okay, when is this happening? Starting this weekend. So how long? For... Two weeks. So, so basically, so basically, in the post, like, cause I get the, I read the online version of the post. They're telling people take Metro as a last resort. How the fuck you take public transportation? That's I'm gonna pull up the fucking article right now. Like, look, y'all. I know y'all got cars, so. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's wow. Yeah. Usually they say don't oh, drive. This is, this is, wait, wait, wait. This is, right. This is the headline. In the post, abandon hope. All ye who use Metro. With two weeks of single tracking and shutdowns, agency urges riders to ditch the system. Y'all motherfuckers can't get people to get on the system. And then y'all don't, yeah, y'all want people. Uh, don't, nah, don't ride us. Don't ride us. <laughs> we ain't good. But more importantly, didn't we just go through a whole 18 months where they had, you know, the safe track? Yes. It's like, wait, you told us safe track. So once everything got fixed, the shit was supposed to be. It, that joint was not fixed. <laughs> that was just the phase one. <laughs> well, more no, phase one. Like the pamphlets they're giving the people are like, this is only take Metro if you have no other option. Dang. No, that's like my direct line to work. Uber, right Lyft, <laughs> Via, the bus, <laughs> the CC circulator about to make some bank. Because no one was going to be on the damn subway. I just, I don't get, because already now people are like, you know, for me, for example, I have to get off at Fort Titan and then go from Fort Titan straight to Gallery Place just to get back on the train to go two stops to Farragut North. So I'm like, all right, great. Like, I can do that, but what's going to happen now if the green line, because that's going to be the next line that's all fucked up because everybody's on it. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Every line is going to eventually shut down. Oh, yes. Here's, here's the, <clears throat> so here's the details. So those, those of you who are listening, who live in D.C., who travel on the blue line. So from Saturday to August 26th, the blue line will only run west of the Potomac. Between Franconia, Springfield, and Arlington Cemetery. What about the Silver Line? <laughs> the Silver, the Silver Line, the Orange and Silver Line will single track through the downtown core. That means, meaning twenty-minute headways between trains on each line, Damn. even during rush hour. So basically, mm. if you it's gonna work, take me forever to get home. Mm-hmm. You better Uber everywhere. You better Uber. You better um yeah uh, Uber, Uber via first, Uber via Lyft. <laughs> gonna be your best friends for the next two weeks. 
These niggas irritate. I, well, shit, Metro will be bothering me too. Fuck. No, see, yeah. So it is. Yes. So that's what's bothering me this week. I wish the fucking. I wish the fucking feds would have shut the shit down and just like, okay, we just like here, just rebuild the shit, like, yep. just rebuild it, because that. <clears throat> so that segues into what's secondly bothering me. Like we're we're taking all this money trying to build a fucking border wall, asshole. When we have our infrastructure in this country that is literally crumbling under us, Metro is one re- is one just one example. You have airports that have fallen apart. You have bridges that have, that have fallen with cars on them. That's crazy. I'll try out smoking tunnels. Smoking smoke the tunnels. Trains running into each other. We need to derailment. Build- <laughs> we need to build our, we need to rebuild our infrastructure first before we worry about some fucking border wall asshole okay yep. now that's what's bothering me this week so finally CJ tell us what's bothering you man alright see what, bother, what I was going to say was I was going to use Michael Jordan it was bothering me not him per se but the way People are trying to tear him down now because LeBron built a school. It's like, okay, damn. So now we hate Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, but, 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 but okay, this was going to happen though. We, I'm gonna use that one for the bonus episode. Yeah. T- today we gonna pile on Metro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nine have the tables have turned, bro. <laughs> yeah. Pile it on Metro. They deserve it. So. We talk about the system right now. Now, let's talk about Metro Transit Police Officers. Oh. Mm. Why in the fuck are y'all so pressed if niggas do not pay the fee to get to one place to another? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are making millions of dollars a day. A couple little niggas probably got to get somewhere. They can't go. They ain't got no money. Why are y'all so pressed, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> like, do something else, yeah? Like, does this really matter? And they say, oh, it's for your safety. No, it's not, because I can pay $7 and get through the fence, still blow the motherfucker up. <laughs> what, does it, what does it matter? What's safety? When they can't even get you there on time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Their service is so unreliable. They can't even get you there on time, but you worry about pay $2? It, I feel like they worry about the wrong things. Yeah, like, y'all are so pro. Oh, yeah, we're going to make sure nobody piggybacking over here. And you know why I'm so black, man? Because, shit, some days, I don't fucking play $6. You know what I'll be like? I'll be like, I'm about to go right through this fucking gate, right behind this person. I don't play like playing $6 right now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I do sometimes. I know it's not mature. It's kind of do it because I'm like, fuck it. I don't feel like paying for it. It's okay. I did it one time. He was like, hey, let me see a card. I said, hey, I'll just pay. I just ain't feel like paying <laughs> earlier, but if you're going to be pressed, I'll just pay. Exactly. Like, I, like, like, like I had the money. Oh, no. What's your name? I'm oh, like, dude. dang. I'm like, I'm like, dude, are you serious right now? <laughs> you have nothing to do with, with this thing? They don't. He said, what's your name? <laughs> so I told him I had, he had the right to search me. So I told him I had no ID. I gave him a fake name. So he wrote a fake ticket to somebody who probably got to go to court for some shit. <laughs> That's not me. So, well, anyway, I'm like, yeah, my name is Earl Johnson. <laughs> gave, him a, gave him a fake address and everything. Like, it's just, I, I gave like my neighbor's address on my grandmother's street. <laughs> like, like it's just, it's like, yeah, this is retarded, man. Like, it, I just feel like they, like I said, they worry about the wrong stuff. Metro Transit needs to be, if they're gonna be worried about something in safety, they need to be on the damn trains because that's where all the shit pop off at. 
<laughs> for real. Like late, even late at night, when all the little youngest be on the train on the green line, they be tripping. No, not even, not even at night. School is starting in two weeks. They they, scared of them. School is starting in two weeks, and these motherfuckers are now after after October first are going to be riding free. Even though they ride free now, every like every student in DC is free after October first. Yep, I got my little sister card. That's not even expired yet. No, no. They actually, actually, it's a new. They develop a new smart, a student smart trip. So where it's on newer than the one that 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 yeah. expires. Yeah. It's not the it's not the one card anymore. It's they have a like you have to sign up for it on their website. Wow. Well, you know, it's a DC government website, and you have to sign up for it now. Yeah, like I ain't, I ain't, I ain't no. So you, no, yeah. They didn't even worry about these. They didn't even worry. Yeah, I ain't no scurry dude and nothing like that, but I'm just saying, they really worry about something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really care for because I fuck one of these little kids up. I don't care. <laughs> but, but it's like, I be seeing older people and just people you just know just, just want to be peaceful. And they, and the little youngest be fucking with them, like, just being loud and they know they can fuck with them. With those, they, like, I give them a stern look with my headphones and like, don't come over here with that stupid shit. Like you know, I'm saying. Yeah, they already know who the fuck with. They just keep, they keep moving. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, don't, don't come over here, young. Because I will, I will go. I, I'm gonna be right with your ass. <laughs> like, don't you do it. Like, don't, don't do it. But they know not to try. You go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so then, um, but I'm saying though, they want to do that. They maybe they should have a at least an office or two on every other card or something. You know what I'm saying? Instead of these niggas standing at the gateway for making sure niggas pay. Like that's just petty, stupid shit. Like, 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 come on, yeah. Uh, well, saying that to say this, we have had a great episode this week. Um, we need to have everybody say where you can be found on social media. That way we can get the hell up out of here. So, you guys go for it. Hey, it's your girl, Chris. You can find me at Chris Cash DC on Twitter and Instagram. That's Chris Cash DC. On Twitter and Instagram. It's your boy CJ, aka C Jack City. You can find me at Killer Season. Season spelled at Killer Season on Instagram. Killer Season spelled C E E S O N. And CJ Jackson on Facebook. Hey, it's Q. I am on Instagram at Your Child's Teacher 1906. And on Twitter at QDZ 1906. That's Q D E E. Z Y one nine zero six. And I guess Yaya, how can they find you? My personal IG is my life as underscore Yaya. And then y'all can follow the Wanderlust podcast. Um IG, which is X Wanderlust W A N D R E L U S T podcast. Only on IG. I don't need y'all following me on anything else. (laughs) (laughs) And even though Tony's not here, you can follow him on on Twitter and on Instagram. It's Tony, duh, D-A, Artist06 on both platforms. Uh, Until next week, y'all, thank y'all for listening, and we'll catch you next week.